You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Today's the day nobody waits for. Another episode of us entering your ears, not bothering to comment on the disgusting wax buildup, and then end up overflowing back out whence we came. We're like Gandalf fighting the Balrog from the deepest depths to the highest heights, only it's taking place inside you. Ew. And you love it. <laughs> it's been no. a good two weeks somehow since our last episode, and there's always that feeling of, oh my, again? It's happening again? <laughs> you think after five years, 121 episodes, that that feeling would wear off, but it never does. It's always some sort of mixture of like excitement, pressure, nausea, nervousness, dread, fear, arousal, and then eventually doom. We're prisoners. There's <laughs> oh no way God. out of this. It's not big enough to make our fortunes, uh, but it's a bit too big to walk away from without people questioning if we've died. <laughs> so onward we march into oblivion for you. Yes but more so for duty, expectation, and the duty. momentary high of hearing my <laughs> wife groan in discomfort when I say something like duty or related to butt stuff. <laughs> so, guys, yeah. we all know Natalie is short for Personatalie James. Correct. Right. Did you guys know out there that Jeff's full name is Jefferson Starship Madagascar and mine is Ryanoceros James Bonding Solution? Did you guys know that? I bet <laughs> they did. We're telling them for the first time. Our good buddy Steven's Christian name is actually Plurplegic. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. And Miss French Toast, I think, is her on her birth certificate. It says samples of Fritos. <laughs> Those will be the only examples. But please yep. come up with your own ridiculous name for yourself. Submit it to the Discord immediately so we can all laugh at you. Uh, <laughs> and, and the one that makes us laugh the hardest is going to earn a most coveted spot of either, get this, guys, either weighing in on a future Nook topic or partaking in the top five. What do we think about Ooh, that? Ooh, I like that. Cool. You're going to record your audio and send it to us and boom, non-fame and misfortune. Well, and I'll probably send <laughs> you a you. box of games because I, you know, <laughs> that's what I do. Coming with the, uh, the audio that you send will be Jeff sending games back to you. Correct. Uh, it's going to give you that momentary high, though, when you hear Natalie groan in discomfort when you say something related to butt stuff. <laughs> Which is also a caveat of your recording. You must say something related yes. to butt stuff yep. to make Natalie groan. Um, <laughs> what have you guys been up to lately? What's been, what's been going on? Jeff, what about you? Okay. Watching TV. Okay. Watching a show. Ready for a show? And yeah. then I have some reviews of something that I want to read that I've printed off. The board game section is in a minute. No, no, no. Oh. This is not about, this is about something else. Let's talk about TV. Oh, this sounds mm. ominous. Okay. I'm watching The House of Usher on Netflix. Isn't that scary? Okay, this is not, this has nothing to do with Usher, like the singer. <laughs> I swear I thought it did, though. There's, I know, he totally I was, I, did. I thought it was called The House of Usher. Usher. There's no, no, there's oh no Usher God. anywhere. <laughs> Like, I thought there'd be some song and yeah, dance. Yeah. yeah. There'd be some, you know, someone singing Usher, Burn. Usher, Usher. You know, there'd just be, but there's not. It's, okay. It's scary. Do you like scary stuff? No. Yeah. Oh, I do. I yeah, remember that. he watched, um, so, what was that other show that you oh, like to watch? That, um, Every season's different. The House of the Haunted. Oh, American no. Horror Story. American Horror Story. Yeah, that. But the same person, I always mix the name of this up because it sounds like Betrayal on the Hill House yeah, Haunting. Betrayal yeah, Betrayal House on the Hill. Yeah, it's like one. the, yeah, whatever the Hill Haunting House thing on oh, Netflix was. On Haunting, on. In. In the haunting, I fuck! I thought I, I really thought yes. I had it before House I started speaking. On haunting Hill, the corner of oh, Hill Haunting Street, the corner of Hill of we know what Haunted. Mean. Yeah, what that is it? one? Seriously. And he made it's like flipjack flap out. Yeah, <laughs> flap, flap, flip, flop. <laughs> that was funny. I think it's got a flip flop in it. Um, the, the guy also made uh, Midnight Mass and then another one. But now this is his third or fourth Netflix series. It's called okay. House of Usher, and it's not like 
it's not scary that like jumps out at you or like good. I hate that slasher movie. It's nothing like that. It's like psychological. There's a little bit of like what's going on, and then there's like some creepy stuff in the background. There are a couple jump scenes, but it's not over the top. Mm-hmm. So this it's they're all ba- based on like Edgar Allan Poe stories. Okay, oh. so I don't know any of them. You know, because quote I don't the Raven read fucking books. Yeah, you know, never, books. never more. Okay, quote the Raven. This, this all this. On your cellar Book door. reading Discord people keep <laughs> popping up. And now, this is what I got to do with the Discord made, people. Listen, I had listen. to make that channel under duress, Jeff. Listen to this. This is what's him. happening in our Discord, okay? You already in the Discord. You know this is happening. We have like, hey, what you painting? That's part of the hobby. Yep. What you playing? Cool. What you get? And people are posting board games. Great. Well, there's and like now, food ones. Now, we, yeah. What now we've eating? gotten into what you eating. Now we're what you're reading. What you listening to. And now there's to? like, how fast can you name the fucking countries of the world? Dude, that was great. Oh my God. Like, what are we doing? No, it's funny. Um, well, I mean, we're talking about TV shows right now. That's completely yeah, adjacent no, to, the, uh, to um, board games. I, <laughs> I like tried a couple of those geography ones. I was like, I kind of, I'm not even oh, close. I am horrible. <laughs> yeah. The only yeah, one I might have gotten anybody on was like Africa in college. Would be the only continent I probably could have. That's like the hardest. One. It's the hardest Quickly. one. That is yeah. the hardest one, um, and that has yet to be beaten. Would by have the way. to be in the heyday of when I was taking my African studies class. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm watching The House of Usher. Okay. It's not Usher. super scary, but it's good. And each episode, I think, so The House of Usher, I think, is an Edgar Allan Poe story okay. itself. About this family. And that's why they named him Usher. Maybe. And then, yeah, it's got to be. And then each <laughs> episode, I think, is also based on a Edgar Allan Poe story that kind of like, you know, like, I think the episode I'm watching now is called like Telltale Heart. Is it about like an Usher at like a wedding? No. Oh. I okay. think their, their last name is Usher. I see. Okay. So it's, it's makes this, sense. Makes this sense. is, I don't, this is not, it's not a spoiler. This guy is a very, very wealthy person. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has six kids from a few different baby mamas mm. and the dream. All the kids oh basically God. right at the beginning of the show you find out like all of his kids are dead. Oh. Okay. All right. And the they've night, all the dream. The yeah. they've all yeah, they've all died recently and they kind of go through like what happens to each of the kids. You start to figure out like how oh, they didn't die money. at the same time? No. Ooh. They're all they've all been labeled as like freak accidents, right? Ooh. So it starts to come through like what's happening, who's this who are these people? Oh, sure, how did oh, they sure. get their money? <laughs> There's this like lawsuit happening, so there's some stuff going on, but it's it's like a dark, I wouldn't call it a thriller, but it's a dark, like suspenseful kind of show. Okay, okay. but I kind of like it. Well, it's popping it's off. Cool. People are loving it. I know yeah, that's why I was really interested in it. until I saw. So people were talking about it in the Discord, and I was like, I'm gonna watch this. Now we're gonna watch this Usher show, and then the very next message was from somebody, and they were like. Oh, I was watching it and I was waiting for it to get scary and it hadn't been. And then it did. And I was like, oh, we're not watching mm, this. Yeah. Now we're not watching scary. I have yet to <laughs> get wusses. to a point where I feel like it's scaring me. Okay. Oh, did okay. you watch the Hill House Haunting Corner? No, of no not even. Whenever we hear was, scary, we're like, nah. That was amazing. That's this person's best work. And that was way scarier than what this is. Okay. Okay. And that, I don't even think that was super scary. The scariest I can do is probably like. Stranger Things? Yeah, Stranger Things or. Um, the scene where Will Ferrell gets get knocked into the like the oh, I'm still alive but I'm very oh, yeah. badly burned in Austin Powers that's like you a, shot a me you shot me right in the leg right in the eye yeah <laughs> why did you <laughs> my legs are broken <laughs> we do, I've I'm been telling very Nelly, badly we, burned I'm still alive but yeah. I'm very badly yeah. burned <laughs> that those movies are so, so fucking great. good <laughs> it's so great okay here's what Man. else I got okay so I have this thing from Reddit okay oh it's, boy it's happened a little while ago but I want to I want to read this to you okay okay so this post on reddit said this girl sold her poop Ooh. okay 
Okay. And these are the reviews from like the simps in the world of Hulu. Oh, like, so she's not just one. She one is event. A, not one poop. It seems she like she it. is a like she's this girl. I don't know if they like it's an OnlyFans or whatever, where people like buy her shit. Why? Okay. Well, we'll Does find she like out. poop right into a gift bag? It seems like it. Like they <laughs> ship out a poop to these people. You think it smells for the postal worker? It's got to be no. They I, probably okay. Based on the reviews it, that I've read, I would guess um, it seems like it's like a sealed container. Oh God! So let me read it for you. What state of mind do you have to be in to click purchase on this? <laughs> They're gross. people. What's so your state of mind? Obviously, these people have a fetish, right? A these dudes have fetish. a poop fetish. So really and they think this girl is hot, fetish. so they're like, I'm going I to buy. I want the waste that comes from her anus. Yes. <laughs> have you ever saw a girl so hot you want her waste? Well, shit, maybe I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find hotter girls. You have yet find, to find we her. Haven't, there's not been hot enough <laughs> yep. girls. Not a girl's been hot enough where I want her poop. So Mr. Tyler says that she has the smelliest and most delicious oh. poop no. ever. No. You're going to get sick. As soon as I opened the container, the smell surrounded the room and made me rock hard. <laughs> oh, so aromatic. I can't even look at any Definitely of will buy again. <laughs> Did um, Eating poop? Is this in stars or in yeah, fecals? Yeah, five, five stars. Five Yeah, five shits out of five shits. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it gets worse. I would um, love not, to hear it's this. It's not than great. That? Worse than eating it? Well, eating. Oh, he's, he's, Mr. Tyler's not the only one. Well, okay. He said delicious. Does that necessarily mean he's he's ingesting yes. it? You well, can let's get to the other ones. Okay. <laughs> John, a verified a verified owner. They're all verified owners, so they've been verified that they've bought um, this this girl, which I think based on the things, her name is Alexa. Ooh, mm. Is that going to set something off in here? Probably. Yeah. Yep. She okay. did just hear you. Go away. She's on alert. Never mind. Alexa, Alexa, turn I off. I want to buy your poop. <laughs> Do you have any poop to buy? Alexa, let me buy We're your poop. Awesome Come poop. Would you like to buy poop? I added poop to your Amazon yeah. shopping cart. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. John says, I repeat, this is the greatest thing ever. First, one needs to consider the value of this delicacy. Okay. There are probably five of these product tops in this week's time. So get in line because there's certainly a demand. So there's a demand for this woman's poop. According to John. According to John. So... He's, He's been verified. waiting a long time for this goddess, Poo Alexa. I kind of want to see what she looks like. What? Do you want to Google, Google her? I'm going to Google her. Yeah, Google like, her. Should I write Poo Alexa? How much does she charge, I wonder? It's like a surprise Christmas. Once you get the tracking number, you just sit in your browser and refresh each morning. Uh, it takes a few days to get there. Does she poop in bags? Poop-filled Twinkies, this Aaron person said, is selling. Aaron said, I pay for pointless shit all the time. Now I'm finally getting what I, I like paid for. A thick, hard, smelly release from one of the cutest EFRO girls in the industry. EFRO. I don't know what that means. F I didn't want to look it up because I e thought maybe you would know. The first thing that comes up is Zach Efron. Zach Efron <laughs> <laughs> oh, is first. Sense. Acronym for Erotic Female Relieving Observance. So is she a shitter? A very common fetish involving watching women fart, <laughs> pee, and poop, oh, yet okay. not in a hardcore scat way, which is like where someone's shitting on someone else, I, I think. Uh, maybe. Oh, I don't so know. I, don't know. Like, I, think, yeah, I have no idea. I I'm just it's, guessing. Is this what Google says? This is what yes, Google I have says. no idea. So this is where people just watch other people poop, but don't want them to be pooped on. Like they're pooping and just like... They, I think the normal? actual poop is what they like, not the, not the poop touching another human like being. the poop coming out of the butt. Okay, here's what this Aaron so also gross. says. Aaron also said... That he loves watching clips of this person, because I don't want to set that thing off. Play with her front and release from her back. <laughs> oh, so he, she's yeah. While he the... gets off with her lump in his hand, priceless. Whoa! 
so he's holding it. I know. Seeing her making a new one. The poop knife is like, one thing. Are we going to do a point mine. where we're just going to cut this segment? Should we restart the episode? Cut this are segment? We getting, are we getting... I'm slightly um, horrified. Does she hold, what if she held the poop knife as it was coming out and cleaved <laughs> and it in it. twain as it was coming and out so, of her And then you can buy them as, like, what you want, slice one, slice two, slice three, and you can buy them right there I think the that could be interesting where she has two cups underneath her butt and she's cleaving it as it's coming out and then it separates into the two cups at the same time. Andy just, said he waited for a long time for to girl. consume this tempting chocolate. Consume! <gasps> oh, did she put it in food? Because I saw one person that put it in a Twinkie. Okay, it, it might be this. I first tried all the other treats, like brownies, Twinkies, cookies. Mm. But her poop is better than any treat I've ever eaten. Natalie, look You're at Natalie's You're eating actual face. human this, waste, it's though. Like, it can't be good. So mind-boggling that there's somebody who's making, like, a living... God, I'm selling their poop Can and you pooping in front of people, you're, and then you're, people are excited. You're to like buy at Christmas with your family, your and you're poop. like, "Oh, Alexa, hey, what's been going on? Yeah. I haven't seen you in a while. What, what oh, have you? What's I'm been doing, going on? Well, I'm doing really well. Like my okay. business my is taking business. off. Really, you have a business? Yeah, I have a business. What do you do? Um, I, well, do, have you ever gone to the bathroom? Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, what, you've what gone do you mean? Of course, right? So what I'm doing is instead of like like going to the bathroom, you're installing toilets in people's houses. Well. No. Oh. Now, what I'm doing instead Vanities? of pooping in the toilet, I poop Wait. into small containers. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 Yeah, so I... Did I, I bought that from you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I, I, I put them in and I send them to people like Andy and John and Mr. Tyler. How much money do you make from this? Oh, so much. So much. They're so weird. And I just make lots and lots of money pooping and selling it. This has to be conversations that she yeah, has with Yeah, this is what's happening at Christmas dinner. Andy also she plans... Lies. To use this treasure by smearing it all over his face and body. Okay. Eating a little bit of piece, eating pieces, <laughs> using it like gel, take a bath in it. So they're waffle stomping it is probably the worst is, thing you could do to it. What's his name yeah. again? John and Jefferson Madagascar Andy. or something. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. How Jefferson Airplane Madagascar. <laughs> Things pop up on Reddit. You just scroll through and it just pops up. Maybe because I'm buying her poop, and that's I'm just like, oh, oh, that's, oh I pretended to be Andy. Let me know when you uh, indulge. I'd like to come over and watch <laughs> you and see how fast yeah, it takes you to Yeah, this person says, vomit. I don't eat poop often. In fact, it's rare. <laughs> but her poop tastes good. Yet, I'm disgusted by my own. So this person eats his own, but loves hers. Well, he had to try his own brand after he was like, I kind of like this. It took three or four days to finish oh the dish. God. Just got it in a container today, ate about half of it. How do you find out you're into that sort of thing? I have no idea. Like, how is that? How is... I, could, I can actually understand. There's fucking freaky people out there that are into everything but how how does it come about where you're like i think i want that i think i'm gonna that's gonna gonna make me jizz i think like you look and then and (laughs) then you're tempted to like you see someone pooping which at first you're like oh no they're pooping and then you're like i have a boner well sometimes taking a really huge dump can be sort of like it can feel really good (laughs) yeah so the person taking the dump maybe they were maybe they were masturbating (laughs) but have you ever looked in the toilet and was like I should probably grab that and take a bite. Harden that and shove it back up there. (laughs) What if I was a hot girl and I pooped? Would I like that? (laughs) How about I hold hers in my hand while she's doing it? I I don't. I don't know how it starts. And it doesn't. It doesn't end. I think that just is going to keep going from here. Well, I mean, she's always going to be eating. Oh man, yeah, yeah. It's there's no supply. She can, she can just keep making it. The container business. Fibrous meals. Buy containers to put them in. Yeah. Her she product seems, is self-sustaining. She just keeps right. going. Fiber one. She doesn't renewable have to do we, know, do we know what she charges? No, I don't. 
This was just the um, God, the post on gross. on Reddit that there was like this person posted and was like, "This is weird" or something. It was like weird internet shit or weird reviews. Weird internet and, shit yeah, is right. Was, I think uh, it was like a weird reviews, and someone was like, "Here are the reviews from someone people who bought this girl's shit on the internet." Imagine you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, "I gotta go to work." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had a rough day because nothing was really solid. I couldn't get anything out. It was all watery. I had the hot brown rain today, so I couldn't sell that really. <laughs> nobody wants the nobody wants diarrhea. No, I want. Everybody wants my clean oh my, my whistle God. to be clean. <laughs> yeah, so that's yucky. That's I don't know if I've yucky. taken the show in a in a direction, but this is where we've been for years. Okay, yeah, I think. It's, it's, so I don't think anyone would be surprised by this, but well, newbie, new people maybe. But Natalie's. So this is kind of highbrow information you can expect from the gamecasters. On a different note. Everybody, I know you care. I completed the community center. <laughs> Stardew oh, Valley hallelujah. stuff. She's 135 hours in now. <laughs> no, it's like 140. <laughs> Holy oh my shit. God, Nelly. Holy shit, I, man. So it was 100 last time I was here. So in two weeks, you've done 40 hours. So in two weeks. <gasps> full work day. You've, or you've, full work week. You've worked 70 to 80 hours. <laughs> and you've played 40 hours of, what was it, Stardew Valley? I think there's some yeah. overlap there. <laughs> <laughs> right, mm. Natalie? <laughs> Should we talk I don't to think Seth? so. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's actual no work going on. Um, so we don't just talk about shit on this show. We do. It's about 40%. So 40, 60 shit to board games. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we do play some board games occasionally as well. And uh, I have not personally been on the forefront of what's new and hot and exciting lately, mostly because my lust for board games has been waning over recent years. But one thing I do love is food, mm. not poop. Well, I don't mind doing yeah, it. Yeah. Well, it feels you know, good sometimes. Do you know? Do you know that you I don't? don't. Love I've not tried it. Her poop? I don't. Well, yeah, hers ex- exclusively. But this—it yeah. sounds like Andy tried his own first, and he, and he was like, like "I don't yeah, really like true. it." Well, let me ask Natalie a question. Mm-hmm. Let's say that Ryan has been hiding one of this, like a fetish, like this. Like it starts with peeing in bottles, right? <laughs> and then now, and then he comes up and he's like, "Listen, I've been peeing in bottles. <laughs> Will while you pee in and, bottles and so I can really, drink it? That really turns me on. And then it leads to like, let me." You know, let me pee on you. Will you pee in the bottle? Let me let me see what your poop is, and it just starts leading down this path. At what point do you tell Ryan, no? Probably pretty We're, early on. Oh, <laughs> you want to wait? You're not even going to be open minded to like, it. You're not even going to let you have like, no you love him. It's, it's winter. Listen, winter is coming. Okay, now <laughs> what if he's like saying a song? Waste. What I'm if just he saying. sang a song about it? And he's like, Sarah, he's like, I have a song to sing for you. I'm going to pee on you. you. Yes, yeah. I do. Drip, drip, drip. I feel yeah, he's like, just like there was, there's things that I could poss- I would possibly do, They'd but okay I think I would draw the line. Let's okay. list those things. I think things. I would draw the line at peeing Welcome and Welcome to our top five okay. segment. Okay, top so the five <laughs> things Natalie hasn't done with Ryan, but will. <laughs> so the line is pee and poo. That's the line. Okay, pee, pee, poo, poo. Everything underneath that is fair game up to up for discussion. I think so, yeah. Everybody think of something I can oh. do underneath pee and poop that okay. might be really hot. All of you that were thinking of your goofy nicknames, is, stop it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> no more. No, 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 no competition. No. Other stuff no I wouldn't consider, I don't think. So no no pee. So if Ryan brought up to you and was like, that's my thing. Yeah, what if I was like, listen, and this is, this serious is conversation the only like, way I need my urine to be to hit your boobs. That's how I get It's winter it. soon. It's going to be at least warm. You can just close your eyes and pretend it's water. It's Arnold Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> you can pretend it's ah, lukewarm she's coffee. It. She's thinking about it. I'm, I, I appreciate you thinking about this. That just means way. you love me. <laughs> you love Because him. I'll tell you this. You'd be out the fucking door <laughs> in one second if you told me you wanted to pee on Bye. me. <laughs> Listen, hey, Ryan, um, I've been meaning. Get out. Get out. I've been meaning it's to talk to you out. about. Get yeah. out. I can tell where this is going. Get out of I, here. 
I need to take a shit on you. Oh, like that's what we oh, need to well, do. Actually, I, you know, I, I I thought that I would say I'm going to kick you out, but this is kind of doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the smell. Here's your suitcase. Too. You don't even know what it smells stuff. like. I've never peed or pooped in your general vicinity. Just, <laughs> general direction. So <laughs> listen. Mm-hmm. We've had situations where we lost Uh-oh. our water. Oh my god, I didn't think you were gonna end that with water. <laughs> and we, lost we our can't flush the toilet, right? Uh-huh. And I just like mostly this is like the kids. Well, like, it's gotta be fresh, obviously. I would That's walk stale. By yeah, it's stale. It's gotta be fresh. Uh, this one's coming. This, this is coming right from the from source. The tap. Yeah, it's coming right from the source. It's filtered. In fact, right right you out. can actually take it from the tap and <laughs> if you want. I could probably hold it for a second while you do that and we pretend it's just no. uh you're getting Damn. a beer at the bar. No, no, no. It's James Lager. It's gross. <laughs> oh, man. RJ Thank you Ailes. for considering all these. Anyway, <laughs> I do love food, specifically sliders. Sliders are fucking delicious. Many oh. hamburgers that slide down oh. your gullet. I'm like a duck yeah. when I eat them. I don't chew it. It just slides. So when I found out they were making a board game about my most favorite get the shit slider establishment, I was like, holy what? We're really scraping the grease off the griddle here for our themes nowadays, aren't we? But hey, oh Devere God. also has a game about silkworms. So anything's possible, it sounds like. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't guessed by now, the game I'm talking about is called The White Castle, and it's all over the BGG hotness page and really seems to be getting a lot of positive buzz. I even saw in a review that said, is this the perfect euro? And I got Whoa. juiced. What? The juice build up and I had to go off in the corner and juice myself <laughs> on Natalie's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> juice is pee. <laughs> <laughs> so to Natalie's prepare. boobs are still Natalie's boobs. <laughs> the juice, juice is pee. I'm still Ryan. Natalie's <laughs> boobs, Natalie's boobs, but juice was pee in that. <laughs> so to prepare for playing this one, I let Scarlet cough directly in my mouth in hopes of getting diarrhea. That didn't work, so I ordered a Crave case, some chicken rings, and finally the poo-poo water rained down like Niagara Falls, and I was in the mood to sleep it off. I popped a Pepto, sat down, and prepared to learn. What I I found was that I expelled my bowels for nothing. It's funny. I didn't realize when I was coming up with this, that this was going to be apropos. Oh, this right. is how it happens. This is what right. it happens all the time. For this game was not about the fast food restaurant known for grease and slop, but was actually about a castle that's white. Himeji oh. Castle in Japan, to be exact. Gone were the sliders replaced with koi ponds. My bloat was for nothing. Oh, being blown is the worst. In White Castle, I'm sorry, White Castle. White Castle. Players are disappointingly not moving their burger meeples around to sit at a counter, order fast food, and keep the bathroom in working order, which will be the most difficult job in the game, and instead are playing over three rounds, placing dice to take actions or tending a garden, moving upwards throughout the interior of the castle itself and training to defend the castle. I've talked about toit games before, Jeff. This game takes toit and toitens the screws to create a taut, tense thread of toitness as you only have nine turns the entire game. Sounds toit. The game lasts three rounds, and each round you choose and place three dice. Whoa. That's it. And you have a lot of shit you need to do in a baggie that you send off on eBay to some (laughs) person's house. You have a personal player board that has three different kinds of meeples sitting on top of the dynamic player board. Yeah. Whenever you take one of these three main actions, tending the garden, moving throughout the castle, or training for battle, you remove one of these meeples from your board, revealing stuff you can get when you take a player board action. And then you place that meeple in the spot to get its stuff. The game revolves around dice. There are three different colors of dice, and at the beginning of each round they are rolled, and each color is placed in numeric order. Okay, so I roll the orange, the black, and the white, and then they each are ordered like low to high. Okay, got it. On your turn, you're taking one of these dice of any color you want, and you're playing it onto the game board or your personal player board, worker placement style. The trick is you can only take either the lowest dice. Is it either or either? However you want to say it. I say either. 
But do you always say either, or sometimes do you, you say switch either? it up and I say either? I don't think I ever say either. Either sounds like more pretentious, and, and so I'm going to say either. Either way, the envelope. Do you say either way? Either way, yeah. Is it envelope or envelope? Either way, I want to. Either way. Go. Either way. Either way. <laughs> That's either way. Either way, the envelope and envelope go. Okay. The trick is you can only take either either the die of the lowest value or the die of the highest value. So I roll the orange dice. I get a one, a four, and a, a six. I can only take the one or the six. I can't take the four. Okay. Once you decide that, you place that die onto a worker placement spot that also has a pip value printed on it. Any die can go onto any space, regardless of the pips that are printed on the board. If you place a die that's lower than the pre-printed value, you have to pay coins equal to the difference. So if the pre-printed value says five, I place a three, I got to pay two. Makes sense. All right. math. If you place one higher than the pre-printed value, you receive coins equal to the difference. Ooh. Each worker placement spot on the castle of the board is next to a card. The cards have different actions on them and are only able to be triggered by certain colors of the dice. So that's what the colors matter. It's a random population during setup of all these different colored dice uh, tokens. So if I take a white die six, I place it on a space with a four that has two white action tokens on it. I first take two coins because I put a six on a four. Right. And then I get to carry out both white actions on that card because I have played a white die that are next to the white tokens. Exactly. And I can take those two actions in any order I want. And this is where the game starts to get interesting. The actions are not only to get resources or points or something, but they're the main ways of action chaining. And I might take that action that lets me take two actions on the card next to the white tokens, right? And then one of those actions gives me two resources, but the other one is to pay a resource to take one of the three main board actions that I talked about. And when I take that main board action, it might have something that lets me pay something else to take another action. And so all of a sudden, those nine turns, while very toit, sometimes can last a while and seem to expand more and more as the game goes on. And it opens up and possibilities start to present themselves. And then it's over. (laughs) Uh, The game ends at the end of the third round after the ninth turn has been played by everyone. And then you total up points in each of the three areas of the game. And the most points is the winner. So things I liked. Yep. Dude, this game, I think, has every single... Okay, fine. Dude and dudette. This game has every (laughs) single thing I love about board games rolled into one neat little tiny package. It's got a dynamic player board, which I fucking love. Yep. It's got action chaining, which I love. Yes, you do. It's got dice worker placement, which I love. You sure do. It plays in an hour or less with two, which is fucking great. I love that. It's got the Japanese theme, which I love. The yeah. game I'm designing has that theme. It's got a weight just above three, which I love. Mm-hmm. This game was made for me, and I just really enjoyed every single moment I spent with it. It's medium weight. Okay, it's like a 3.05. And to me, it strikes that perfect balance of there's not a million options to lock my brain up, but there's enough that you have to think about like what's best for a few moments. And then sometimes you see a path that lets you take all three of the main actions in one fucking turn. And it's the most glorious feeling. Feel stuff awesome. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's that clever stuff we talk about all the time. And I, I felt so smart when it happened like that. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, throughout the game, you're revealing spaces on your player board from those meeples. And you're also adding cards in a splayed line to get you stuff kind of like in Botoku. You know how you have that like splayed line of cards in Botoku on the bottom? Yep. And there's this is this, like this kind of thing is in the, path, the White sure. Castle too. Yeah. Uh, which is really, really cool. Um, it's very uh, it's very in and out. It's the old in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, you are gaining resources and spending resources fucking constantly every turn because you only have nine turns to work with. So while you can action chain, you still need to work hard to be as efficient as possible because you are going to get on one turn. You're going to get three of the mother of pearl uh, resource, but you need to immediately spend those to move up into the castle on your very next next action. So resources are coming in and going out constantly. Um, Things I didn't like. 
This brings up the one point of something I could see people not liking, and this game almost ends before it begins. I loved that personally. I felt like it had I had I had just enough time to get some really really cool stuff done, but not everything. I don't like being able to do everything yeah. in games like this. Um, but I love the feeling of like what what do I do? I can I there's all these things I can only do some of them. I got to make the best decision for me, and I love that. Um, I felt like it ha I had just enough time, like I said, and I enjoyed that puzzle. But I could also see if someone wants to spend time building up an engine and then running it. This isn't the game for you because it's going to be over before you get anything really, really set up. Um, it needs constant movement and go, 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 go. Spend that resource now because you might not get any more and you're wasting time. The game's yeah. like a flash in the pan, but that flash is so bright, hot, gooey, protein rich <laughs> and satisfying that I just yeah. want to be blinded by it again and again and again. Another Whoa. thing I could see someone being a bit underwhelmed with is the weight. Now, this thing is not a big chunky euro. It's got a good weight to it, but it's on the lighter side of crunchy. All right. Slightly heavier than the Red Cathedral and actually designed by the same team who yep. call themselves. I don't know if you knew this llama dice, which I think is a game. That's a game. This I don't think so, but this design team calls themselves llama dice, which is funny. Okay. Um, I personally liked it better than the red cathedral. It's very, very, very different. So it's not like you can really compare the two. I will likely be alone there as I know how much everyone else loves that game. Um, but overall, I did not really say anything negative about it. I loved it. It's getting it's it getting is great it's getting reviews. some buzz. So I don't think you'll be alone in loving the game. I will in my marriage. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about okay. that well, next then, in um, Natalie's. I will thoughts. take it off your hands on the way out the door. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> in Natalie's thoughts. Natalie, what did you think of the White Castle? Well, I have a real quick, real yeah, quick story. No. On right. You're out about of here. The White Castle, the restaurant. I've never had White Castle before. What? Because there's a reason. It's, it's not. It's not. Because that's good. literally, any time anyone would ever talk about it, they would just talk about how it makes you shit your pants. It does. Yeah, it tastes like. And feet. So that's all it I've does. I've always been like too like afraid to ever pants. try it because I'm like, I don't want to just shit my pants. You will too. So then Especially just, if, well, if your stomach is not used to it. Out, you could like eat it. eat it at home and just shit in the toilet. You, know, know. you don't have to do it in your pants. It's not like a requirement. Just right though. It's not like it's. It's not like the upside is it's so delicious. Right. Yeah. It's like, For it's me, not it like was anybody's like, like, oh, I love White Castle. Everybody's just like, ooh, White Castle. It'll make you shit your pants. You could also shit into <laughs> containers and send I've it to people it. who adore well, you. People get it when they're drunk, I think, because it's really greasy and, and it, like, yeah. it satisfies that I'm drunk kind I'm of drunk. thing. A lot of people do that, too. But I, I used to eat it in high school. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. But it definitely made me shit every fucking time. So it's not like you're not missing out. <laughs> I'll say that. But I am surprised <laughs> that you never had it before. Yeah, mm -hmm. just like one. Nope. Okay. None. That's kind of strange. All right, let's, let's hear right, your thoughts. Anyways. Um, Wait, okay. did that sour you on the game before we started? Because it wasn't actually about White Castle. <laughs> I know. It would have been, no. Um, okay, so I loved that it was quick. Oh. I oh, did. Boy. It was a very, it was a very good time frame. That was awesome. Um, I Honestly, I don't really have anything bad to say about it, but I also don't really feel like it did anything that, that particularly like stood out to me. I don't not like this game. I just don't love it. Like, you love it. I just kind of feel like, oh yeah, okay, that was good. Bow, it was bow, like bow. that. It was my feeling. I, mean, I was so disappointed because I was like, I loved this so much. We're never gonna play it again now. Yeah, you know, I was like, I said oh. I'd try it again. Um, yeah, try but it again. <laughs> I did like how yeah, you know you could. There was a lot of like <laughs> comboing you can do on your turns. That was cool. Yeah, and like say. running your, you know, lantern cards and like your the stuff on your board. That was cool. You know, it feels cool to like get. Yeah. More stuff or extra stuff. Mm -hmm. um, 
But I feel like there also is like some, I mean, maybe we just had different plays. I feel like there's some randomness that can be a bummer. Like when you have no way to take one of the main board actions because there's literally just nothing out there that lets you take it or somebody else like took that spot. In a two-player game, that, yeah, that's harder because remember in a in a three and four-player game, you yeah. can take you can like put dice on top of each other, yeah, right. to take the actions more. But I mean, it's okay. still pretty well, the same thing because if know, two people two took it in game. front of you, yeah, then no, you still that's can't true. do it. Yeah, so that like I mean, I remember for example, like one of the three main board actions would have given me like a decent amount of points, but there was no way to take that, and so I just had to do something that just was not even ideal at all because that was the only option I had, and so like that was kind of just like oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was all right. It was good. Oh, man. It was a good game, but I would Sorry. say I I'll say that it. it's really, this is kind of backwards. Typically it goes the other way around. Typically yeah. I'm the one Natalie is like, this is great. I loved it. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. So it hurts this Strange. way. I wish yeah, it was the hurts. other way around. I wish it was. I wish, I wish this, this feels like probably what, um, Natalie feels like when you hate her game. Well, I'm trying to think <laughs> yeah. of a game that you like loved that I did not like. Me? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't think there's that many because typically, if like one of us loves a game, the other one usually kind of really likes it too. So well, you're I the love first. Which stone? True. And you're I, just kind I, of I like. I do okay. like which stone though. I wouldn't get, get rid of it. I feel like if I if I was like, let's get rid of White Castle, you'd be like, oh thank God, I don't got to play that again. <laughs> which stone I like? I'm just not in. You're like you want to play it every day. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, well, we just played it. Yeah, let's play something else. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's how the dynamic is. okay so which stone for you white castle like this me. isn't like you i'm never playing this because there are some games that you like and i'm like no this one i'm like, like i would definitely play <sighs> yes exactly like maria or cthulhu death may die yeah i mean i'd play that not natalie games but yes yeah, not not this, like, this, no, this, this one is no this one is very so natalie. This one's different than those like i would play this again it's just i'm not excited about it like you need you to have are. a better play i would play it again but i'm not going to yeah, so that's, yeah. that's where we're at <laughs> i would but if you want to have sex i won't <laughs> uh all right jeff what do you got man what have you been playing okay i want to start by saying that Devin and i played marrakesh <gasps> yes we played the essential edition talk about it yeah well, how, so you don't have a frame of reference i don't other so, than just seeing it on the table at yeah uh, the mini, nerd, nerd mini nerd fest that we had with um measles copy i would love to hear a couple thoughts about it so i would say after a play it's like a top three four yeah feld game fuck yeah so you like it as much fuck as us. yeah yeah i think it was just great uh it it reminded me of what feld does just so good like doing doing these like point salad mini games everywhere and doing the action selection in a cool, unique, different-ish kind of way. Even the tower is stupid. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, I did you put the things in stuck. upside down? No. Okay. I, I, heard, I heard that was like, could help get them stuck more. I mm. We did get a handful stuck throughout the game. Maybe okay. like five got stuck randomly. Like they came out. I think on our last throw, we got two of them stuck, which was kind of annoying. It was like our last turn. Um so instead of like just a massive amount of those, uh, the cylinders, the keshis, yeah, they're cardboard. You use the cardboard keshis and you just lay them out. It, you know, you, was it kind of fiddly? Not really. It wasn't that bad. Um, because Dev and I just took, like, we just took the keshis and we just tossed them back in like our pile and then grabbed the things. It didn't feel weird, but again, I don't have the frame of reference of yep. just taking them and putting them on your board. Yep. So I don't know. I thought it was great. It was yeah, like so good. I'm glad to hear you. It say was that. just cool like deciding what colors you take and then activating mm -hmm. probably different colors than what you took mm -hmm. setting up and going all right i still have my green and my blue and my brown keshi left let me 
maybe take a green one that Devin put in there because next time I'm going to put a green one out and then it'll activate it. It was just, that was a cool. It's cool to hear that. I, I was, I was expecting you to talk or to like, I like that. That's what you liked about it. I was expecting you to gravitate, gravitate toward like the, the mini game kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because like that's that. what Trajan's got, you yeah. know? Mm. So I was like, I wonder if I feel like he likes that about Trajan. I wonder if he'll like this about Marrakesh. Yeah, the so I think with Trajan, what I would like more is I like the mini games better in Trajan. I feel like they're a little more connected. Yeah, uh, Marrakesh has like five of those tracks that are just like you just kind of yeah, like just go up the track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're just it's just great. I think so. We have like Castle of Burgundy and Trajan. Trajan Castle of Burgundy are like one two, mm-hmm. and then there's like this Bonfire and Amerigo are probably like yeah right there. And yeah, we're pretty similar. Without Bonfire, we would probably replace Bonfire with something like Carpe Diem, which we both really like. Yeah. But we're there, too. I think uh, Natalie is probably the same one, too, as you, just flip-flopped. You, yeah. you're, you're Trajan Burgundy, right? I think so, yeah. And you're Burgundy Trajan. Full name, Burgundy. I think I'm Burgundy. I only played Marrakesh once. I know. Part of me wants to put Marrakesh. I know. Marrakesh is so good, man. I would play it again. Ooh, it's good. All right, it what do you got? Be, it yeah, might be, it might be long with four, it. but um, okay. I got a game called Moon. Hey, if the moon were made of spare ribs, would you eat it? Maybe. Uh, what? Um, <laughs> that's from uh, SNL. You ever oh. seen that skit? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, well, look it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I have two games about the moon. Let's just talk about that's them. weird. The first one is just called Moon. Luna Capital. Lunar Rush oh, is the name of the second game. So there is a it, it, is that the one with the um the penis tower? Yes. Yeah, okay, the dick tower, <laughs> Lunar Capital. Yeah, that's from Devere too. It, so oh, that's right. Yeah, so this one is Moon. Okay, so I got and played Moon. It's from Sinister Fish Games, and they have these other two games called Villagers and Streets. Okay, which I think if I told you, Natalie, that you like you don't know these games, but if I showed you the cover, I think you might know Villagers these games. sound. Familiar. Yeah, all three of them are in almost like Cards Against Humanity type boxes where they're like long, skinnyish box, and then you pull off the top and it's like a card row, or like okay. a row of cards, right? Okay, so this is a card drafting engine building game just like Villagers and Streets. Same design team, same look, same art. I think the artist is actually is the designer. So mm. um, they have a very similar just baseline of what type of game they are. And you are on the moon. And you are trying to be the capital of the newly settled moon. Okay. Doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So players <laughs> start with this hand of cards that represent um, like an expedition to the moon. So the hand of cards is here's all these things that show up to the moon and they're visiting your area. Mm-hmm. And you basically take one of those cards to keep in your your almost capital of the moon area. Okay. Yeah. And then there's one expedition card in that um, in that like pile of cards in your hand of cards. There's one expedition cards and these structure cards. So on your turn, um, you choose a structure card to build or like recycle it just like any other pick and pass type mm-hmm. of type of game. It's very much like a seven wonders. It's a wonderful world. If you like those games, okay. this will be a game that you like. So those structure cards are ways just like in seven wonders and it's wonderful world to get resources. You get one time powers, points, other just kind of good shit there's Mm -hmm. like five different colors they all do different things like pink ones you can activate once and flip over red ones give you like an all-game power kind of stuff and then the other there's like these two that basically like get your engine going of like okay this allows me to have three greens and i can build these types of flags right Mm -hmm. um and then that one expedition card and all of the hands 
has like an ability or it has some sort of power or special rule that changes what you do with that stack of cards. So you would pass me your cards. I would look at it and the, the, the expedition card would say, you get double the resources if you trash a card this turn. So if I trash a card, I would get double. That's cool. You wouldn't because you have a different expedition card. Mm-hmm. Or it's like I would pay you instead of paying the the resources to the, the general supply when I pay. And then that deck gets then passed to the next person. So everybody's kind of using these powers, but it sort of changes how you look at your hand. And um, and then you're also trying to like claim these goal cards that say have a certain amount of something, and you're just trying to claim them on your turn. So in each era, you play somewhere between like five or seven cards, and there's also powers that'll let you do more. You do three eras, and the game's over. Okay. Moon. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked it. I didn't love it, but I kind of liked it. Okay. Okay. I think while I was playing, so I was I having a good White time. Castle? No, I liked it more than <laughs> okay. you like White Castle. I had a good time playing it, and I enjoyed like a lot of aspects of it, but like when I was playing, I was like, okay, this is fun. I like what I'm doing. And then I was like, man, this is going way too long. Yeah. Uh, it was really long with four, but let me talk about stuff I like. The like art, how long? 12 inches? Like it was like, okay. yeah, but really girthy, you know? Okay, um, yeah. So 12 not, is too long. Well, it's not girthy. It was like 12, but not girthy, which is not really what you want. Oh. Like pencil? Right, you don't want it to be long and not girthy. No, if it's going to be long, it's got to have girth. It's got to have a little bit of girth. So there wasn't a, a lot of girth. So um, Moon has like this cool art style that villagers and streets had. So, Ryan, can you pull up the Villagers? And yep. I, I made a bet to Natalie that she would know the cover of Villagers. 100%. Oh, um, but wouldn't up. necessarily know the game. And the, the art, I think, is really cool. Like, everything's on this white background, and it just is, like, colorful and pops. Actually. Does that look familiar to you? Yeah, that does look familiar. Phew. Okay. I thought Villagers sounded familiar. Okay. Yeah, and Streets, I think, kind of fell through the cracks, and I think Moon is a little bit bigger than... The streets. I'm just making shit up. Man, they're really um, going outward. What's like it going to be Jason after this? Street. Yeah, solar systems. Yeah, solar systems. <laughs> so um, <laughs> rules are like super simple, straightforward. I said I already love the art, um, but there is some really cool depth in selecting the cards and getting sort of your engine going. And I, I would say like if you've played Seven Wonders, if you played It's a Wonderful World, I have. This is like <laughs> a half a tick, one skosh, maybe above that in decision making. I like that. Um, one of that. One of those reasons is because. In Seven Wonders and in It's a Wonderful World, you're sort of creating an engine that says, like, I have these, they're automatically there, and I've, I spend them. Like, Seven Wonders, like, I have three wood, I just build this. You're actually spending the resources. Like, you get them, and then you spend them on your turn. Okay. So you're exhausting mm-hmm. them, which puts a little bit in. And then um, the those cards, the expedition cards, were, like, my favorite thing in the game. I, I don't know why this is the first time this is in a, like, pick-and-pass game, a, a card-drafting game, but I don't... It just seems like, why didn't everybody do this? So... You have these hands of cards, you're picking one of the, the structure cards, and then there's a rule or a bonus or a something in that hand that changes it. And that just, every time you got a, a hand of cards, it sort of changed what you wanted to do. Yeah, based I'm like, on That's, that. Yeah, so I'm people like, couldn't I was annoyed. take those? Like, just do it you like leave game. that in there. You leave it in the hand. So, <laughs> okay. so I, I take my turn and it says, all right, I'm, I want to build this card. If you build a card, you have to pay Natalie. It says Natalie. You have to pay the person to your right <laughs> instead of the general supply. So now I'm looking at it, I'm like, Damn, what do I like? Do I give Natalie these resources so she can buy it, or do I just trash a card and ignore that? So now I'm passing you these things, or it's like gray cards have cost one less resource. I'm like, oh, I didn't want a gray card, but now they're one less resource. It changes what Man, I'm doing. Maybe I kind of want to think it now, right? So that was kind of cool, and that was like my. I was like, this is this should be in other games. I don't understand. How people yeah, that do sounds this. cool. Um, downside is I just think it took. I think it took too long, and I know I think it's one that will speed up with more plays. 
Um, but the downtime between turns is tough. Whereas in It's a Wonderful World and Seven Wonders, you're doing things at the same time. Mm-hmm. With this game, because of the goal cards, turn order is really important. Like I take my entire turn where I pick a card, I build it, I do the thing, I might claim a goal card, and then Ryan takes a card, does his does his actions, claims a goal card if he can do it, and then Natalie, and then we pass our cards. So there's a lot less simultaneous. You can like get ready and say like, I think yeah. I'm gonna pick this one, but you're not doing the turn until it's yours. Mm. Okay. And then the first player thing moves, right? So now I just took my turn, I pass my, and then we all take our turn, I pass the first player thing to Ryan, now Ryan, Natalie, and I go. So I'm waiting lots of turns yeah. before yep. it's mine. In a game that doesn't have the, like a ton of meat. Yeah. Right. But while I was playing, I was like having fun. I was like building the moon. Like I was <laughs> doing things that were fun. And I think in the back of my hey. head, I had a game that I wanted to play. And it was like, we always talk about like our mental state of like when we're playing games, yep. how it changes our opinion. Yep. In yep. my head, I'm Mike like, Kessel. I hope we finish so I can, we can play after us or uh, Neotopia. And I was like, yeah. I want And then I'm like, we're taking time away. I'm like, damn, it's taking too long. No, we're not going to play. So in my head, yeah. I'm like, is it taking now too you're long? Upset. There are some people that does say <laughs> right. it, take, it took a little long with four. So I might keep it to like three. I might play it with two with Devin. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I want to keep it. I have the this Valkyrie expansion. This is a good expansion. tie-in to the last Nook topic. Yeah. Or was it the inbox? Was the inbox the Nook topic? One of the two things uh, where... How so? You're. I don't think you kind of were like. Flavor eh, of chip are we? I don't. No, think, I was like. I don't. Think that, it the, was that was the yeah. inbox, right? Yeah. The so nook it was topic the nook. was like how much, how many plays you yeah. feel like yeah. you need so, to like. So this fully... is this is good because you were kind of like, yeah, I didn't really love it with four, but you're gonna keep it and try it again. Yeah, I would keep it and try it again. I also have the expansion, the Valkyrie expansion, that I'll add in with the next one, no matter who I play it with, to see if that maybe throws that little extra piece of meat in it. So <laughs> you need gross. Give um, that extra little. That little. But overall, it was cool. Like the art is just again. I'm like staring at all the cards. And everything's like space and I like space stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It's like a theme that I enjoy. Right, right it's so just people cool. like pirates. I don't know. I want to be in space. Neat. I guess I like space too. So that was Moon Sinister Fish Games. If you liked Villagers and you like Streets, I liked this. I like one Streets of Rage better than yeah. That's it. <laughs> so I like this one better so than Villagers because of that whole expedition card. Um, I thought the engine building was just a little more fun than Villagers. And if you like Seven Wonders and like It's a Wonderful World and you sort of played those out. I would look into any one of these. Moon being my favorite of the two that I've played. Sweet. I have not gone to the streets yet. Okay. All right. Interesting. Should I keep what going? Yeah. With what the else? Moon theme? Let's go mm-hmm. with more moon. Yeah. I know okay. Let's more go. About the moon. Lunar rush. Enough about the moon. Enough <laughs> about the moon. <laughs> if the moon were made of spare ribs, would you eat it? Well, just say yes, and we'll move on. I know I would. <laughs> okay. Lunar rush. Lunar rush is from a smaller publisher called Dead Alive Games. Okay. It was a Kickstarter, some questionable amount of years ago. Two. Have you ever seen the the three. movie Dead Alive? I'm sure yeah. you have. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. What? Well, you. Well, yeah, Natalie. Natalie's not yeah, yeah. Never yeah. even heard of it. It's like can't be horror stuff. Yeah. Oh. But like almost no. sat is satire the right it's word? It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, it is kind of satirical. Yeah. It's just like who's in it? it no, Nobody. it's not. No, no it's, it's no. like way. It's like from the who's 90s. In it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. No. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, he's not. Um, God, there's some fucking funny ass shit that happens in that movie. Yes. No, it's it's absolutely, it's not even scary. It's ridiculous. Like killer clowns from outer space? A spider monkey bites Mm. the leg of this person, turning him into a zombie, and then everyone turns into zombies. There's like an arm. Does someone have an arm, like a chainsaw for an arm? Is that Dead Alive 2, maybe? Maybe that's Dead Alive. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. But there's this one scene in Dead Alive where this guy's got a lawnmower. And he turns oh, it up yeah. on itself and just like runs into the zombies and people. Oh zombies yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's fucking it's funny. <laughs> maybe that's what it's based on. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. maybe that's Dead Alive Games is what yeah. you know. So I remember Lunar Rush from two Gen Cons ago that there was like 
They had a small booth, and I think they were in the first-time publisher section. So, like, that back, far back kind of wall. First-time publishers. And cool. they were advertising the Kickstarter. Okay. So, the Kickstarter launched, funded, did pretty well. And then they were selling their, like, super deluxe copies, their regular copies at Gen Con this year. And Joe bought it. Dead Alive was also, they were on the um, pin bazaar thing. With, they had a cute moon pin, which oh, I think did they? liked. Yeah, I was like, moon, wearing sunglasses. I know you would have liked it. Okay. Wearing sunglasses? I know. I think it was glasses. He definitely had a headband on. <laughs> but either way. So Joe <laughs> picked cute. Lunar Rush at uh, game night a few weeks ago. And if you want to hear even more about Lunar Rush, you can subscribe to the Patreon and give us $1. You got to listen at the $5 level to get that. You have to give us five whole dollars. $5. And... Joe and I talk more about the game, um, not more than this, but we talk more about, like, the actual play and, like, how we got our ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be the next release of the Monday Night Mad Chatter Chit Chat Hoo-Ha. Patreon. Patreon. Patreon thing. exclusive Mad Chatters. Here's yeah. Jeff the Mad Board Gamer and his yeah. brother Joe. So we recorded two already. Those are already Joe out Jitsu. there. This is the next Joe one. Jitsu. Yeah, Joe something. Does he even do that anymore? Joe Jitsu? I, made, Joe I Jitsu? called him Joe Jitsu. Oh, no, does he do his life? That's the why. Yeah, good question. As he lives yeah. life, he just is Joe Jitsuing. Yeah. yeah. It's just like <laughs> through life. Like when he goes to work, he is Joe Jitsuing. Joe Jitsuing through life. Jitsu's. Doesn't half ass anything. No. His job. Lunar Rush, a few different Euro y mechanisms going on. Okay. The theme is players are traveling to and from the moon to earn giga credits. Oh, snap. Which is another word for points and also giga stupid. That is a stupid name. Giga credits, like gigabytes. For points. Oh, I got three giga credits. Like, we, <laughs> I think we ended up calling them something else because giga credits was you hated dumb. It. You hated it. Giga, yeah. giga credits. Come on, Dead Alive games. Anything, Come anything on. else. Okay. I kick ass for the main Lord. board. Main board has like the earth in one corner, the moon in the other quarter, corner, and all these paths that lead back and forth to and from the moon. You have your own individual player board. Yes, it's dual layered. Ooh. Okay. The dual layered basically um, like fits cards. Mm. So it's kind of, it's not, there's not like, like a whole thin. bunch of pieces that go in there. There's like one bottom part and the top part. So the cards kind of don't slide around. That's the dual layeredness of it. Okay. Um, this is like your moon base. There's like eight spots for workers and cards. So you have your own board and then the big board. So each round begins with players. Thank God for the big board. Thank God for the big board. <laughs> each round begins with players secretly bidding. It's okay, Natalie. She okay. doesn't like bidding. I know. Yeah. You're secretly bidding on the order in which you want to pick your travel routes. Okay. Travel route okay. orders. You're bidding points. Oh. Oh, from okay. two to, from two to five. So I we like give that. you like a I structure. Like it's that. not like that's I think not it's cool. as bad. I think it's cool too. It's not like like I have no idea what they exactly, might put. Where you're yeah. like, I'm gonna put ten and everyone else puts one, or you right. put thirty and that you know it's so you're not like screwed. That's it's, pretty it's, cool. It's pretty structured in that way. So the slower routes can carry more shit from Earth to the moon, but they take a few turns to get there. Okay. Okay, not like actual shit. Alexa like, carries more like, shit. Yeah, like, like her shit. She sells a lot. That's the shit you're carrying to the moon. The people on the moon have bought her shit. It's so so delicious. Um, but you can also pick the fast ones. They don't carry a lot, but they get there that turn. So you'll be able to use those resources that turn. It's cool. Hmm. So you pick kind of your routes. Okay. Then players um, use those materials that are delivered to the moon to like do shit with it. So you mine other materials. You place these workers on all these cards that you have. Okay. So the first phase is like delivery. You send the shit to the moon, and then you kind of activate your moon board. You place the workers that you have out on the moon board, and they do things like upgrade actions. They turn one shit into two shits. They turn redfish red red into, into blue, blue fish. Oh <laughs> and yeah, so they'll be like, all right, you have two blue resources. That Those two blues can turn into one gold, right? So you're kind of like producing this sort of engine type 
resource conversion thing. Cool. So once you've done that, once everybody's kind of done that and upgraded their boards and done their worker placement slots, now you put stuff back on your other ship that you're sending from the moon back to planet Earth. And then when they get back to planet Earth, again, slower ships can carry a lot more. So you might not get stuff right away. Um, fast ships can carry little amounts, but go there right away. And then once those, I think it's like three or four, like better refined materials. Once those get back to earth, you sell them in this like economic system. Interesting. So okay. if Ryan goes back and sells four gold, he sells them each for seven points each. And then it, it ticks down, right? Just like an, like an economic game. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now if I sell gold, now it's only worth yep, now five. You're only getting yeah. five. And once it hits a point, it bounces back up, right? Just yeah. like okay. normal kind of things. Cool. And there's also ones that are like, I don't even remember what the top one's called, but it's like 40 points, right? But it takes, it takes you three, four, five turns to even be able to get something to produce that. Yeah. So it goes for seven rounds. It is so fast. Really? Yes. Like how long did it take? Like an hour and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was, I think, it, I think an hour and a half with a explanation. Wow. wow. It was a quick, like economic Euro-y game. So most points wins. You destroy Joe and I. Um, that's how you play. <laughs> you destroyed Joe and I. So you guys didn't do very well. So <laughs> I think Luna Rush is really like solid. Okay. The caveat to that is that I don't gravitate toward like economic games a ton. So yep. it didn't give me like the gaming boner that so I think Bill, it might Bill just give. fucking killed everybody. Bill and Dave, like I think Bill and Dave were within like $2 of each other in the point where like we had 300 points. Like <laughs> they were like in the 300s. I was like mid two. Joe was like 180. Like mm-hmm. Chris Prime would be like, that is way imbalanced. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> Did you see that today? <laughs> that was imbalanced. That's I know funny. Chris was like, Oh, I lost by two points. It has to be imbalanced. First player advantage. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Chris, you lost, so it's imbalanced. Come on, man. No, after he explained himself, it made more sense, but it was really funny. He's yeah. like, I got 225, and the person that won, who clearly had a first player advantage, got 230. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, come on. I was like, come on, man. No, he explained himself, and it was funny. It was, yeah, it, it was. That was. So funny. for like, for quick economic Euro-y type game, I think it's going to scratch that itch that, you know, it's not going to compete with like brass or, you know, the age of industries or like those big economic brut hole games, brut hole or even like pipeline. Like if I'm talking economic, I like pipeline a lot. Yeah. Um, but that's got that like bigger feeling to yeah. it. This, I think will like scratch a little economic itch that people like want. Medium. I loved the bidding for the routes and the decision to choose which route. Okay. Um, like I could, so if I won the bid, I could choose to put my ship from like my first one could go from the moon back to earth, or it could go from earth to the moon. Like I can pick where I go, depending on like, if I have a ton of resources sitting that need to go back to earth, I want maybe the slow or the fast one on the moon side. So picking that, I was really bad at that because I was nervous to bid points and I didn't know how it was going to all work out. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was usually going third or fourth and that like Sounds completely like me. screwed me. <laughs> okay. So I need to now value those points I'm getting and not the points I already have. Yep. Yeah. So I need to think about that, which I like. I like that I that it wasn't just like, okay. well, I figured it out. Yeah. Right. Right. And I like the decision of like, should you take the slower one, higher capacity? Oh, but I'm not going to get it for three rounds. So that means I'm not doing anything this round. But in two rounds, I'm going to have this bomb ass turn where all this shit shows up. Hell yeah. So there's like good and bad. Because what I was kind of doing is I would send my stuff on the fast route. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go fast. And I'm going to hope that they don't get their engine going. And mine goes just Faster. enough. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was yeah. what I was. That's all I thought in my brain right. was. All right. I'm going to make I want mine to run. There's to not yep, run and not. I don't want them to get there. Like if they yeah. don't get Fuck there, I'm going to win. And, I, and the first five rounds, I was like, 
way ahead. I was like, fuck yeah. There's only seven rounds in the game. Okay. Oh, shit. And then the last yeah, like right. two, three rounds, I was getting fucking pummeled, right? Dave yeah, and Bill figured out how to make the big them. stuff. So they were like, okay, I get 40 points. I get 36 points. I get this. And I was like, I get, I get 11 again. Yeah. I get 12. And it, was just, it wasn't enough to basically finish that thing. There is tons of variety in like the market. You can change even how the market works, which is pretty cool. Okay. There's player abilities that really keep the game fresh of what you can and can't do. Special rules, asymmetrical powers. Um, there are a bunch of different ways to change your own player board, those worker placement spots that you have on the moon. I like that. It's I, it's really good, and I don't know how much attention it's going to get because Dead Alive isn't this giant publisher. I don't yeah. know where yeah. they're selling this game through, but the game is, to me, it's this is a weird sentence, but it's better than it should be. Okay. Right, where it's like, when you think of like big economic games, yep. you think of these like bigger publishers, these games everybody knows, but Lunar Rush, I think, does a really good job of, this is a a medium weight economic game that's not going to completely blow your brain up to try to figure out how to play it. Yeah. And I liked doing all the Euro-E worker placement, upgrading my placement spots. That's what Joe and I were doing, and then we got fucking destroyed. Um, <laughs> so don't do that in the game. You can, but just don't focus don't on only that. do that while yeah. everyone else is getting 50 points. So, like, I don't have a ton of negative stuff to say, but I also don't love economic games, so it didn't, again, instantly jump into, like, this is one of my favorite games. Yeah. But I would play it whenever Joe's like, let's play Lunar Rush. I'm like, okay, and I know it's going to be done in an hour, hour and a half. That's cool. I will tell you the color choices are atrocious in the resources. I don't understand what they were doing. Like puce? They're like, so there is a gold resource. It's just called gold, I think. And then there's something above gold that's like just slightly less or more yellow. Yeah. And then there's like a blue and a purple that are the same, that are way too close. And I'm like, there are other colors in the world. Plus, that's a very sticky, like a big thing in the board game industry. Right, everybody kind of talks about that. Yeah, like uh, there's a lot of people that play that are colorblind. Yeah, and you this know? would have been and so that's gonna. There are different like, shapes, why? right? The gold bar was the gold bar. Yeah. The other thing was that but normal like, shape. Okay. So it was more just have annoying. like a color scheme and going with the theme. But there's still gotta be ways where like yeah, it like be easily why don't you just make something green. Right. Make it silver. It's the moon. There's no you know, it's green made yeah. of cheese. Space. So make it. Hey, hey! If the moon were made of space, okay. So, would you eat it? did you like this moon game? Better? Yeah. Which was the best moon Ooh, game of all oh, the moon that's a, games? That's a good. That's a good question. You've also played Luna Capital. Ooh. And <laughs> what other moon? What other moon game have you, have you played? Um, terraforming, moon terraforming, moon. terraforming moon. Terraforming moon. Yep. <laughs> yep. Underwater, Underwater moonies. Moon. <laughs> <laughs> the moonies. Yeah. <laughs> Follow up to the Goonies. Man, what's uh, a better one? Yeah. Which one did you like? I think Lunar Rush is a better game. Okay, Did you but I think getting destroyed. I got destroyed in both of them, so I'll I'll, I'll go there. Uh, but as I'm playing, as I'm playing both of them, I had fun playing both of them. Okay, probably Lunar Rush because of the time, huh? Yeah, Lunar Rush, and again, that gave me more of the feel in a shorter time, where I, Moon gave me a little less of the feel in a longer time. Got it. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't play. I don't know if I play Lunar Rush necessarily at two. I think it would probably thrive just like other economic games at more. Yeah, yeah that makes Moon. Sense. I would play at two in a heartbeat. Yeah. Interesting. So those are games about the moon. Lunar Rush and Moon mm. by Sinister Fish. If you like the moon. And Dead Alive games. Check go out check out Lunar Rush Moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the moon, check out Moon. Check yeah. out Moon. Well, the next elephantless expansion I'm going to talk about is for a game almost completely devoid of elephants itself called Ark Nova, the elephant game about elephants with elephants on the cover and elephants on the cards. Yeah. Who would say there's not elephants in that game? Some dumbass. The hotly <laughs> anticipated expansion that this one is takes to the sea and is called Marine Worlds. 
Do I love Ark Nova? I fucking do. He Me fucking too. does. I asked myself and then I answered it. I fucking love it. I have played this damn thing over 20 times, which is unheard of for me, and I still can't get enough. We finally got the he expansion to the table. Yeah, how many solo games? How many solo? Mostly Most of them yeah. are solo. Probably five or five, maybe IRLs, okay. and then fifteen. Yeah, about. Dan and I have played it five, five-ish yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would. I want to try the expansion solo too. It's ooh, it's fun. You All play right. you play expansion on? Sorry, on the on the inner. inner I have not. I mean, it's probably on TTS. I haven't. I haven't looked yet. You, oh, you do it. You do it in person. When I play solo, I play on the computer. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I have, so he I've only played, played I've only played, I've not the played the expansion solo. Okay. I've only played the expansion IRL. Oh, yeah. With people. <laughs> Two people. With yes. humans. With human beings. People? Uh, we finally got the expansion, like I said, to the table. Cameron. What does it have? Oh, cool. What's the scuttlebutt? Well, let me tell you. Marine Worlds adds a few interesting things to Ark Nova without changing the game in any real huge way. As you would expect, there's a new deck full of sea animal cards along with a new enclosure type to accommodate them called the Aquarium, which you can build from the jump, unlike the Reptile House or the Bird Aviary. Some of the sea animals are reef dwellers, which is cool, and they have an ability sort of like the petting zoo animals where every time you add a new reef dweller, it has this little ability on it and you can activate it and all other reef dweller abilities you already have. So it's kind of that Castle of Burgundy thing where you when you score animals multiple times for the same type. Yeah. And it feels really cool when it happens to you and triggers. There's also a new university slot added to the game. Now a fourth university option is available when you're picking them on the um, association board. And when you take it, you get to choose any available animal type to place on your board, which counts as an icon for that animal type, as well as lets you immediately reveal cards from the top of the deck and take one that mat the first one that you find that matches the symbol of the animal that you took on the university you cool. have. And there's and that's like really cool. You just keep going until you find. You just keep one. going not until like, you find oh, an animal. And you're screwed. No, you but it does it. have to be the first one. Right, you can right, keep right, going right. and going and going, but whatever whatever first one has a the, that icon, you take it, which is cool. Lastly, and most drastically are the new action cards. There are four different versions of the five different action cards, and each of them provide a bit of asymmetry to the game, which is really cool. At the beginning of each game, players can draft two of these cards to play with, changing up how you take the actions. And that's basically it for what is new in the expansion. There's a bunch of cards that replace cards from the base game, as there's now a new icon that represents all the animals, uh, as there's now this new octopus animal type for the reef or right, for the right. you know sea dwellers that did not exist in the base game, so they had to accommodate that and a few of the new special tiles there are and other stuff, but mostly that's what the expansion holds. So what I liked about this expansion was everything. Um, <laughs> it's the exact type of expansion I wanted. Almost zero new rules overhead, uh, zero added complexity, but tons of added value and new things to explore, ways to play that maybe you never played before. The action cards are subtle. They're not game-breaking, which may disappoint, disappoint some, but they're enough that it can t it can like really change up your strategies of which cards you might upgrade and how and when you take certain actions and what you prioritize. And in my opinion, it changes things enough that it freshens the game up a lot. Uh, same with the sea creatures. They're so much fun to play with, look at, and explore. The Reef Dweller cards are fucking awesome, like I said before, and they can feel maybe a little overpowered if you get a bunch of them uh, to the other players, if they have to just sit there, watch you take a Reef Dweller, and then go, I get this and, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, again, holy shit. But I don't know that they actually are overpowered. People are squawking about it online, of course, but only time will tell. I'm not well, good enough. because they probably played it once. <laughs> exactly, so that that's it. what I mean. I'm they not know. a good enough player to, to, to understand if... This is overpowered, you know, or not, but it's like people play things one time and then they assume something's broken and yeah. that's just people being fucking idiots. <laughs> But it was all just really, really fun and gravy to me, and I had a great time playing this thing, uh, but things I didn't like. All that said, 
I do wish there was maybe something more in here. The first expansion to one of the hottest games in recent years had a lot to live up to, I feel like. And it well, what it did was just a really tiny little expansion that didn't really provide the gusto I was expecting it to. I'm not wowed like I was the first time I played Ark Nova, for instance. Uh, then again, it's not really what it was trying to do necessarily. I just wish it was. I you think a lot of people. Wowed. Yeah, I was. I was kind of like when it like when it was announced. I was like, oh fuck yeah, here we go. Mm-hmm. What are they gonna do? And it came out, and it was just kind of like, oh, this is all they did. It's great. Is it expensive? No, not really. So, like I said, it wasn't billed as this gigantic expansion. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people were hoping that it was gonna do more, maybe than it did. Okay. Personally, uh, or overall, I feel like it's a no-brainer. Perfect expansion. Add it to Ark Nova. I'm never going to play without it. Once you get a Jeff, you're never going to play without it. You kind of it would be stupid too because you'd have to take all the cards out. No, that's a dumb thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it just refines the game, makes it a little tiny bit better than it already was, which is to me a slam dunk. What did you think, Natalie? (laughs) Okay, so. You hated this one too. No. Let me tell you why. You're going to get blows. mad at me. You're going to sell this and the expansion. I, the base game and the expansion. Rip it out of the box. So I didn't use any of the sea animals because I forgot what they did and I didn't and I didn't want to ask you. Why? To admit that I forgot. Oh, you, need to, oh, you, you didn't need to stop. And so every time I got one, I was like, I'm just not. Well, we played it. with Cameron. So I, you were you probably like, he's not asking questions, so I can't. Has Cameron played? <laughs> No, this was his first play. He okay, loved with, it. All right, yeah, yeah I bet. he, he never talk. played at all. This well, was his that first game play. probably blew his mind. Like he's never played a game like that. The heaviest ever. game mm-hmm. until then he played that he loved was um, Castles of Burgundy. Burgundy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't use the sea animals, so I can't speak to that. But <laughs> okay, well, okay. Let me I, will say, you got, man. I will say that I did see them come up. <laughs> Oh, frequently God. this has a lot of value for well, our listeners so you, keep going we did play with the expansion <laughs> but I, will, I can speak to there the was a fish on one cards, it looked cool the powers that's on the true. action that's cards true. and i really really liked those you did that was the first thing that drew me to the expansion was that because i was like okay more cards sure sure chuck yeah, them in a 500 card deck great species but i of liked animals. the idea that my that my action cards changed yeah that was really fun and they were all different from each other and and um i don't know like like kind of like ryan said it didn't like changed the game that much but it just like added an extra little thing that just kind of made it even more fun than it already is yeah so that's <laughs> awesome <my>. okay <laughs> i can't wait to get it. i just got shipping notification that it's on its way so i'm pumped about getting that because when you got it i was like i haven't gotten yeah god damn it why what does he have like it? it's not like you got it and i had the shipping notification yeah. already i'm like yeah. where the fuck is mine <laughs> i did it from the same place like cge not cge Capstone. Capstone. Mm. Why does this shit only happen with the hottest fucking games? Like Castle Burgundy, everyone's like, I got it. And everyone else is like, what? Why didn't I? What the? (laughs) Where's ours? That's why we created the thread. The thread. What you didn't get. get. Yeah, I should post that. Jeff, what else do you have, man? Okay. I have a game. This game is called Mezen, probably. M-E-Z-E-N. Okay. Natalie doesn't remember this. Mezen. Yeah. I do now. I played played Mezen with the two of you a few weeks ago. And let's see if Natalie remembers. So many weeks ago. Um, Natalie so probably like has no month. thoughts on. She might have thoughts. Actually, I but do. she didn't know I was going to talk about this game I until no I came over. I wish we wouldn't have showed her the picture because then Damn. your explanation should have been like, "Oh, I don't I have no what recollection." I, I would have gotten if I from the explanation. That's what you think. I okay. didn't. Okay, his original explanation he told me was it was the one with that was black and white and red. Yeah. Okay, I didn't get it from that. Listen, yeah. are you but telling me the that I didn't explain the, the game well <laughs> enough that we played two weeks ago in this fucking basement? <laughs> was it two weeks ago? 
yeah, I think it was. I think we did play was it before it? last episode. Yes. Uh, because that was the first Listen, episode we recorded we in a played, long ass time. We no. After we an recorded episode two, two times with so the basement messed up. So it's been four weeks oh. and we played it after an episode. And you fucking destroyed us, so I don't understand. You did. You crushed our faces. That's right. Well, when I saw it, I was just like, oh, yeah, I love it. She's like, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the right. Just, just fucking listen. No. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Here we go. Okay, Mezzin is from Hobby World Games. Okay? Yep. Okay. Hobby World. We love Hobby World. Is that Julia? We do. That, that was, that was oh, Julia. And now Maria, both amazing oh, people. Oh, Maria. Okay. Okay. Amazing Maria? people. And He likes Maria okay. a lot. I like Julia a lot, too. Well, I mean, the he, game. She's talking about... <laughs> The, yeah, I like both of them. I like but your game, game, Maria. Yeah, she made a game called Maria. I also like your gas Named station um, TV what? slots, Maria Menounos. Oh, Maria Menounos. She's so pretty. She is very pretty. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Mezzin, also pretty. It is. Yeah. This cool is an looking. abstract game about creating ornamental paintings. Okay. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. I didn't even know I had a theme. There is like you, you can. <laughs> well, of course, there's a theme. There's animals. Everything, everything has right? a theme. Yeah. Right. So it's not like truly abstract where it's like theme is... Even chess has a theme. Project L doesn't have a theme. Themeless. You're right. That's one of the few. Yeah. The proud. So everyone starts... Now here, follow along with me. Okay. Okay. Everyone starts with a five by five grid of animal tiles. Nailed it. There are five different types. So here's a quiz question. Chickens. If there are five types and it's a five by five grid, how many total tiles? 25. Okay. Well, I know there's 25. 25 tiles. Five by five. What does that have to do with how many types though? Five types. Five different, or whatever, who cares? Okay. <laughs> Every round is someone announces, so the first player will announce an animal type. Okay, we'll do the thing. And Baboons. Then, and then the second player will announce the animal type. We'll do a thing. And then the third player and the fourth player. And then once everybody does that, that's the end of the round. So when you announce an animal type that's on the actual board, Natalie, go ahead, announce an chickens. animal type. Chickens. So Natalie says chickens. We all have to pick a grouping of chickens on our five-by-five board. So a grouping yep. can be one. It could be a connection of four, or five, or, or even more because the tiles might end up flipping. Um, and you take those and you remove them from your five-by-five five grid. You with me so far? Yep. You slide down the tiles, and then you fill in the top of the grid that you slid down. I remember everything. Flipping over the tiles to the other side, which changes what the animals are. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> and then you replace the gaps, right? You follow? Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yes. Look at the picture. Um, each <laughs> round has a goal card that players are trying to organize their tiles to match. For examples, you want to get your hedgehogs near your chickens. You want to get horses on the outside. You want to get the other animal type touching the your, themselves. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. You know, all those things, right? They're, they're normal type of orient your board in a certain way type of points. Or instead of taking points, you can take some of these other tokens that kind of help you in later rounds. All right. Points are awarded every single round. You kill for 10 rounds. Boom, game done. Mezzin kind of hurt my brain a little bit playing it. It is. <laughs> it was tougher than I thought. I taught it in like six seconds. If you remember, we were like, Ryan was editing the show. <clears throat> yep. And I taught it just really, really quickly. Yeah. Okay. I remember so, I wasn't paying a ton of attention because I was editing and I felt bad when we started playing, but then I got it. And so I taught it quick, and I'm like, okay, this seems this seems nice. Mm-hmm. I like kind of easygoing abstract games. And then it was, I was like, holy fuck, what's wrong with my brain? <laughs> yeah, and I just same. didn't. I was like, this is. I get this is that's what abstract these type of games do, though, right? If you're not in that kind of zone or don't think that way, sometimes your brain explodes. But I think this mm-hmm. one did it in a, a good way. Yeah. So one thing I loved is the art is like beautiful. Again, theme nonsense. Who cares? 
But I don't yeah. know why I was drawn into the, the red, black, and white and Natalie. The, the drawing. drawings of the animals were very like simplified. Yeah, it just is like just, it looks it looks beautiful. I for some reason am struggling to remember the artwork. All I remember is the color and and an animal symbol. I don't look remember up, actual babe. art. Look look yeah, well, I guess that is kind of the that is like the more maybe the presentation <clears throat> more than yeah. The well, art I remember it, the box looking cool, right? The box, the front of the box is like yeah, that thing is sweet looking, like artwork. It almost looks like a uh, a mandala. Yeah, of Christmassy Ooh. things. Christmas. Mother Russia. Well, it's got like it's got like the horses and these pine the trees. Trees and, and the, <clears throat> they look yeah. kind of like they could be reindeer, but they're not. I'm sure. So I think with a good abstract game is really really like simple at heart, but provides that like brain burn that people really like. That is a good. That is a good abstract game. Yep. Yinch, right? That's why that, yep. that series does so well. It's because it's like, hey, move a thing here. Oh, God, that's all the rules? Yeah. And then your brain's going to explode. <laughs> right? Um, the variety of goal cards, I think, um, make the gameplay different every single time. I don't feel like I would be doing the same thing over and over again. Um, yeah. There were a lot that we didn't play. We just picked 10. And it kind of sets you up and says, like, maybe for your first few games, pick something that all has the same symbol on it or a variation and you shuffle them up and put them out. So it kind of helps you in that way. And then as you play, you can do whatever you want with that. Um, it feels very, very rewarding when you set up like a great board to score and you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then it feels like garbage yeah. when you don't. Right. That was most of my feelings. Which again is... Uh, it's like, hard. It's hard. It's hard. But that's exactly what the game wanted you to feel. It did exactly... <laughs> this game's like, fuck you, man. It did exactly that. It can be <laughs> paralyzing just sitting and thinking about what the hell animal you want to pick. Well, because you also have that way of of flipping more tiles that aren't connected yeah, and that yeah. like that place was that a bridge tile. Yeah, that's like a cool point of like, okay, do I use it? Do I use this now? Like that's a isn't it? It's like a points too if you I don't use so. them, right? Yeah, I think it was points if you don't use them. And I remember specifically thinking like, I should use this now. If I do that, it connects every single horse, and I can flip all of them. Yeah, and Maybe I was like, exactly I don't even I know if that's a good yeah. move, but it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, what I want to say before I'll kick it over to you is that. I've, I've waited now two episodes to talk about this game because um, I was talking with Maria and she has now officially announced that Mezzan is getting U.S. distribution through Arcane Wonders. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. So huge congratulations. Big shout out. Um, if you remember, they worked together. Hobby World and Arcane, Arcane Wonders, Wonders worked together with Furnace. And that was obviously a right. major hit. Yeah. I never for, heard of that. Yeah, right. That was a <laughs> major hit for Arcane Wonders and Hobby World. So it's cool that this is going to get a more wide release because in my notes I have, it's not really readily available. So try to look yeah, for something, but right. it will be soon. If you love these kind of abstract games um, overall, I think this one is good and it'll, it'll, it'll tickle your brain. Did you say when it might be coming to distribution into the U S while you talk, I'll look and okay. I'll see if that's in my information. Okay. I'll look. Yeah. I'll talk. You look. Um, I also really enjoyed this game. This is a Ryan James ass game. In fact, I was playing this and I was kind of like, I, I like this. I like this. I like, Different ways of doing something with a five by five grid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you think of a five by five grid. It seems like there's only five different things you could probably do with this. There, all these game companies find different ways to do something. I remember thinking that same way about Santorini. Maybe that's not five by five, but it's just a grid. Kind of thing, yeah. And it's like, man, it came up with this really cool rule set to handle just this gr little grid. Now I can go up. Yeah, right. I go up cool now. Like, holy shit. Or like Torres and, or is it Torres? Yep. Torres is a yeah. good one too. It's, it's not, not five bigger, by five, but, but, right. but yeah, exactly. It's got similar stuff like that. And I always find it interesting to see a company that comes out with a grid 
a small, you know, grid and what they, what different thing can they do with it? And mm-hmm. this game has that, which is funny because it doesn't seem like it does anything that, um, new, right. You know what I mean? None of the mechanisms are like, Oh wow, I've never seen this before. Yeah. But what it does do is handle, uh, it's gameplay very solidly. And it gives you a lot, like Jeff said, it gives you a lot to think about and typically makes you feel really stupid, which is actually (laughs) a good, can be a really good thing for replayability. Because if on on a game like this, if you master it right away, it's like cooperative games. If you master and beat a cooperative game the first time, you're not gonna come back to it. Yeah. But if it makes you feel stupid and it fucking kills you in the first play, you're gonna be like, I, I gotta figure this I gotta out. Do better, yeah. We gotta win. Right. We, we're doing that right now with the Orleans uh, cooperative expan- uh, cooperative expansion. Oh. Yeah. We're like, so hard. God damn it, that's so fucking have hard. We can't do it. Have you ever beaten it? No. no. I'm just over two. We, oh. We're over we're over three, and we were one literally literally one, we're just one so turn close every away. time. Yeah. yeah. We were like it ended. And I was like, my next turn, we win my next turn, but it's yeah. over. And so fuck. So, yeah. um, but anyway, but I like that because that's like, okay, we, there's something We're we like need to figure out so that we can it. do it. And so I kind of feel that way about Mezzin. Um, Mason, that's, I don't know how to pronounce it. Right. Yeah. I feel, I feel that way about this game. I felt, I played it and I was like, no, this is not clicking for me. And that's pissing me off. And I need to understand how to, flip these tiles in the in the right way that connects them and makes it so they match the scoring mm-hmm. for the round because a couple of rounds I feel like I lucked into it. I was yeah. like I'm never going to get five chickens in the fucking middle col- middle row. It's not going to happen. And then you like got it. I kind of got it. I was like oh I got three like okay, okay. that's actually pretty yeah. good. I don't know how I did that though. Yeah. And so because it was so punishing and brutal to me to my brain it Honestly, just makes me want to play it again. I think you know Natalie I mean? and I lucked out with your maybe only eighty percent of your attention was on the game because you were editing. So Natalie, yeah, and I, yeah that's true. Natalie that and I were be. fairly close. I think through the game, and then the last two rounds, I think you like pulled away or end game or something. You pulled away then. Now, she doesn't fucking know. I she believe no you clue. that you I won. won. I don't. You know what, Natalie? I know I this. I was I about won, forty Mezzi. points behind the both of you. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I was way back there. Yeah. You know, I won. Um, I <laughs> Jeff killed you. Yeah. He destroyed you. Uh, so overall, I liked it a lot. I really did. If you brought that out and I saw it and it was like set up, I'd be like, oh, cool. Okay. I'm going to try something different and try. I need to figure it out. Yeah. And that, that wanting to figure it out, I think is where the fun lies in this game because like, uh, the mechanisms and the rule set, it's nothing. Nothing. It's nothing. It's just pick no, an animal yeah. to, you know, find a flip group of them, move. flip them over and then fill refill in the columns. It's like nothing. Uh, so I could see that being boring um, on, on the outset. I think where this game shines is it's very challenging and you really want to maximize. So that's what I thought. What did you think, Natalie? I also really liked this game. I enjoyed like the simplicity of the rules of even just like what you do um but then like you said it's challenging um to play the game and i don't know it was fun it was i I know you said it's like an abstract game it didn't feel like it was like hard to like picture what to do so much it was more to me felt like one of those games where like like okay what's the best thing to do with what I have type situations, which I really like that kind of stuff. Um, and then it was also, I mean, you're like trying to finagle the, the tiles to fit into like the cards that are going to give you points that round. And then sometimes there's like this randomness, which 
in a in a it's in a good way you're gonna like flip over tiles hoping like i need a i don't remember if the hedgehog was one of them but like i need a hedgehog (laughs) you know i need some more hedgehogs out and so like i hope these ones that i'm flipping over right now are hedgehogs and like oh yes they are oh no none of those were hedgehogs where else with the hedgehogs all these are fish you know or whatever and that was really fun um for me, there was like a couple times where like I found myself in a situation that would have been perfect for the next round's points. And so I like did everything I could to try to like keep that in place yeah, and yeah, work good around point, it. You see the next round's yeah. goal card. And so like that was like a part of why I like think I did pretty well. Like that happened to me a couple times. Um, but I, yeah, I agree. I, I really liked this game. I thought it was fun. I could tell. I could tell you liked it when we were playing it. Really? Yeah. You were doing well and... And I thought Ryan fucking hated it. You did. I know. I did. I was. But I think you were just distracted. I, yeah. When when it's like when the, like, when we're done recording, oh yeah, I like, spend like, hours to in yeah. work. I'm working. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm like I gotta work on this. I don't want to stay up. Because I don't want to be up. Just like, I don't want to be up all fucking night. Right. So I'm like I gotta get this thing done. Yeah. So no, I actually did enjoy the game a lot. Yeah. I thought it was good. Did you give your final thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, okay. I'm good. Okay. Did you did you happen to find out what she posted on the like? The publicity was basically keep keep with us while we and we'll figure out when it comes to retail. <laughs> okay. so but it, it is, is happening. Coming, but it is happening. Not sure when. when. Arcane Wonders. Not sure when. Very when cool. I know, maybe I'll put it on my Instagram and six yeah. people can cool. see. Cool. <laughs> so one of the heaviest burdens of being a top five hundred board game podcaster, aside from being a prisoner of fame that we all very much are, uh, is that sometimes Natalie and I. When I say sometimes, I mean almost never. When I say almost never, I mean it's happened once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get games sent to us with no note or name or anything, and it's so hard on us. Mm. Whatever should we do? One such game, <laughs> the only such game that still nobody has taken credit for, for sending to us, arrived in the mail a couple weeks ago from a company called Gamely, not Gamelin, but Gamely, Game and the Lee. game is called Six Second Scribbles. The tagline for this game says Pictionary in Hyperdrive. I thought that said Gamefly well, the, the entire time we played it. No, it does not. No, you it's, got it, right? it's Gamely. Gamefly yeah. would be cool. It would be cool. Yeah. Gamefly. Gamefly was that. Dibs on Gamefly. No, Gamefly name. was that was that company that you could rent video games from. Oh, I was going to say yeah. that sounds familiar. Do you remember that? <laughs> what a good idea. Like it was. Like, it was, that was a cool during idea. The Netflix. I remember like I did that a couple times. It was not like Rent a Swag. It was nothing like that. I just told you that. They were video games. Yeah, you'd they send them you in the mail. Like it was like Netflix for video games. So Rent a Swag, but for video games. Sure. Um, basically, in this game, you get a card that has a category with 10 things on it. So if the category is space, it might have a comet, the Earth, satellite, constellation, shit like that. Players have one minute to draw all of these things onto a little sheet of paper. Once that minute's up, you give the paper to your neighbor, and then they try and guess what you've drawn. If they're right, you both get a point. You play that three rounds, and the highest points wins. So since you have a minute to draw 10 things, you really only have six seconds per thing, which is where the name of the game comes in. Um, so what I liked about this game, this game is frantic and fun. I can't believe how slowly I draw. (laughs) I have never been able to finish all 10 things on my card, even on the easiest difficulty. And it's hilarious. One round. I was like, all right, this is easy. I got animals, cat, dog, mouse, rabbit. (laughs) I was like the wind. I was like, oh man, I'm going to have so much time to spare when this is over. I'm going to be sitting here twiddling my thumbs. The timer goes off and I have only drawn five. (laughs) You know, I'm like, oh fuck, what the hell happened? It's insane. So the trick is you need to spend enough time. So the person knows what you've drawn, but make it ultra simple that you can just move forward really quickly to get as many things drawn as possible to get as many potential points. It's a fun little party game that has uh, the kids really enjoying and uh, they did pretty well with it. I think I really enjoyed it 
when uh, with them, I think it was fun to play with the kids and I hope that they want to play it more because I must succeed at drawing everything on my card. Well, at least once <laughs> yeah. I've gotten to nine. I cannot ever draw all fucking 10 in one minute. So things I didn't like about this game. I mean, it's just a silly little it. party game, yeah. right? It's not going to win any awards or be lauded as one of the great games of our time. It's very good with families. It's got that one more try aspect to it, but there's not really much here to get super excited about. Uh, it's a game about drawing things quickly and well enough for people to guess. It's a laugh for a few, and then you kind of move on from it, I think. Overall, for what this game is, uh, it's good. It does it well. I really enjoyed it, and I think it's going to stick around for a while as long as the kids still like it because it can be really funny, mm-hmm. and it's it, it also feels pretty good when you get something drawn and the person guesses it yeah. that you thought they might not, that feels it yeah. feels it's kind of a cool feeling. So, what do you guys think, Nengi? Um, yeah, I mean, I have very similar thoughts as you. I think it's really fun. I like just doodling in general, so that is just fun. Um, it is frantic. It's difficult. There's like easy, tricky, almost and, impossible. Almost impossible. Yeah, and so, like the easy <laughs> yeah. ones are, you know, doable, and then the tricky ones are like really hard Slightly less doable yeah <laughs> yeah and like for example i got one that was like ice cream flavors and it was like chocolate vanilla and i'm like how the fuck do you draw that yeah that was that was that's absurd <laughs> right yeah. right with a pencil and then there was like other ones that were like pencil. cheeses and i'm like i've never even heard of half these cheeses right i so, had to draw a flower i had all these flowers i don't even know like i know the names of these flowers but i'm like i don't know what yeah, the fuck that looks like the, to and draw that was it. the trick that was the tricky one, not even the almost impossible ones. The almost impossible ones, like the London Bridge. <laughs> right. Yeah, Fear. Was, yeah, I had like children, <laughs> children's books. Hunger. Right, yeah. yeah. But um, no, it is really Hunger. fun. It does have that thing where you're like, you're like, oh, I got I want to try again, you know, and you, it makes you want to keep going. Right, that's how I feel about But sex. it's also just like a silly, simple little game. You know, and so I mean, I think it's fun to pull out real quick or fun. <laughs> Just act- like that. Oh, it's, it's almost like a more like a fun activity, and and not really something that's more yeah. like that's like a game, I guess. Right. Like all around. But yeah. Cool. What do you think, Jeff? Okay, the same. Um, yeah. It'd be funny if you had this wildly one, different thoughts. Yeah. This yeah, is I fucking, fucking terrible. It. You guys are gonna. <laughs> uh, this is one of those ones that always falls in the category of like. Why didn't like this is so easy to think yeah, about? I know. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like you're literally just making here's a list of ten things that are kind of related. It's more like them. how has this not existed already? Yeah, yeah. And you look at the the cover of this box if you like look it up on Board Game Geek or whatever. If these motherfuckers are drawing those kind of drawings in six seconds, <laughs> no I don't way. ever want to play. with Yeah, them. no way. So I don't know if someone like you know bored to play. Board, Joe, I was just thinking about Joe. If they're like, are they? exponentially better than we are. Gotta be. Will they just crush us into the ground? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably why or the... are they too perfect to do all these things so quickly? I'm guessing that's yeah, that why the almost impossible cards exist. For people, for people like, you know, yeah. for people that like yeah. can really draw, because there's like like Chris Bondi, he's he, he can like see something and vis- he visualizes it in his hand somehow, and it comes out. Yeah. Like I have to actually like be like, what does that look like? And then yeah. how is my hand going to connect with my brain to <laughs> have draw I this ever on seen paper? A toothbrush? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. It's like how do I start that? There's point points yeah. on it. No, mm-hmm. is it rounded? <laughs> it was fun. I would I would buy this game and just have this in a collection. This is yeah. one that can just sit there, and if you play it one or two times a year. Or you play it ten times in a row. I think it adds a lot of value to like it adds a lot of value to a collection mm-hmm. to like broaden what you might want to play with kids, with family, yeah. for and you it's know, just like a little box. Yeah, there is a, a terrible um, mistake on Board Game Geek based on this game. Really? Um, yeah. So it's called mm-hmm. Six Second Scribbles. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. yep. Players Six two scribbles. to eight. Great. You can probably you can play with fifteen if you wanted to. Yeah. I, again, I don't right. think it's something. They give you pencils. The pencils suck. 
Yeah, they're just um, golf pencils. Yeah, yeah get mini better, golf give pencils. better pencils or give somebody <laughs> yeah. a, a slightly better pencil. Yeah. But it says weight 1.0. Perfect. Yep. Right? right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Playing time, 20 to 60 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> the box says 15. 60 minutes. Six, oh, God. Draw for an hour. <laughs> that would suck. It's just, <laughs> a wide range. Can you imagine playing this? All right, we played three well, rounds. Yep. Only 15 more to go. Yep, we're going to keep going. We're going to play through all the cards. Wow. Like that's yeah, that's wrong. Really bad. So it if you are looking like at that, three minutes. And of course, yeah, I think because fifteen minutes is even too much. Each card is one minute, and then you're yeah. guessing for two or three. It took right. us, so yeah, fifteen is probably it right. It took us ten with half laughing through yeah. through most of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously, because we're a top five hundred board game podcast 500. in Michigan, uh, <laughs> Gamely is listening. Go on Board Game Geek and change that shit to say ten to fifteen minutes, <laughs> so people don't think you're scribbling for an <laughs> for hour. An hour. Yeah. You'd have to have the game would have to come with a pencil sharpener yeah. for that. That, for that 60 to be the case. minute scribbles. <laughs> 60 <laughs> minute scribbles. So yeah, over. I, I'll probably end up like buying it or throwing it. Like maybe if it's available on Amazon, just waiting and having it like an add-on somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's not super. Like it doesn't have. It only has like 16 comments, 100 ratings. I know. I don't. How yeah, did we get this? If you're listening and so you sent like this to us, new. if you're listening and you sent this to us, tell us. You can. It's funny. So typically, let me us. let me just tell you this. So when when somebody interrupts somebody. Typically, if the person who's being interrupted keeps talking, usually Ryan. the interrupter, I'm just, hold on. Usually the interrupter will just immediately be like, oh, and stop. Mm-hmm. Nellie doesn't have that in her brain. If she starts <laughs> interrupting me and I keep talking, she'll just keep talking louder. And I'm like, I'm, I was talking, fuck, what are you? T- <laughs> um, so if you sent this to us, please reach out and at least just let us know. I would love to say thank you to you. Is very nice. If it was Gamely, maybe Gamely listens to us. Maybe they're fans because it came from Gamely, yeah. but it did say yeah. to the James family, you know, so right. I don't family. understand. So it would it's be someone weird. might have went on their website and bought it. And That's what yeah. it sounds That's like. What it That's what like. it sounds like happened, but I, there was no note. There was nothing. On we Amazon. posted it. I, see, this is me stopping. Yep. <laughs> okay, on Amazon, what? let us know. On Amazon, it says 500 plus bought in the past month. How One of those came I don't to care us. about that. I want to know how much it was. How much? Oh, fifteen dollars. Okay, that's about right. One for each minute. Um, yeah, the golf pencils suck. Get get better pencils. Um, well, I'm guessing that probably cut down on the cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's not a big deal to just take sure, your own. Yeah, or yeah, like, use a you pencil have to sharpen it. Yeah, I do kind of like that the size of the paper because you sure, can just yeah, play with small. anything. But I like that you kind of are forced to draw small shit. Yeah, like I was drawing. I was like, where do I draw the next one? Yeah, I'm like, me actually too. Draw something. Drew yeah. something too big. Well, funny. a couple times when we played with the kids, I would actually draw like a little grid, like ten little spaces, and I'm like, this is all I have to work with each and time. And that's probably good for the kids too. Be like, put something yeah, in every one right. of these boxes. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. That's true. So yeah, that's uh, six second scribbles. Takes about sixty minutes. It takes, <laughs> what else it you takes get? An hour, what else? Two to three hour game. Yeah. It's a light strategy game. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so I have a game that from Good Games Publishing. Okay, Good, good Games. Good Games. Good Games. Good game. They are no double check this so yeah. I don't okay. ruin this in the middle. But yeah, sure. I think their biggest game is the unfair funfair. Oh. I don't want to call it a series, but right. yep, I'll those, look it up. Unfair is is a game that I think people really love, and it, but not everybody's like played it. I feel like it's a it's a good game. It's a good game. Well. I haven't played game. it. Yeah, we haven't played it. Oh, they've done Land vs. Sea. Oh, Land vs. Sea. That's right. Um, that so far those are the biggest ones. Guild. There's a Guild, Guild Master. Master. One. I played yeah. that one. That one's really good. Sandcastles. Too many cooks. I've heard of that one. Oh, they have Jeff. They have this game called Trick Draw. Cooks in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Trick Draw. That's what we talk about. Let's yeah. talk about it. Oh, okay. Sounds okay. Good. So we play Trick Draw. <laughs> trick Draw is going to be available very very soon, if not right now. There was a little bit of a this is this again we feel cool. There was a little bit of an embargo until like <laughs> yesterday um, to fully review this game and talk about it. I'm pretty sure it was Kickstarter. Got sent out. Super weird theme. It's like cowboys and magic, not like Magic the Gathering, but like 
magical, magical, mythical, maybe mythical. No, mythical. Okay. Abracadabra. Right. Yeah, abracadabra cowboys. <laughs> Yeehaw, abracadabra. <laughs> Yeehaw, okay, abracadabra. You can paste whatever theme you want on this. Um, this is a very quick card game. Everybody starts with two cards, and then there's a big deck of cards right in the middle. Mm. Uh, on your turn, you draw a card, and then you play one, sort of like Love Letter. Love that. You can play them face up, face down, or not at all, and draw more cards. Oh, I um, forgot about that. Yeah. We didn't know. do that. We didn't really do that. I think yeah. we kind of had cards that were decent. Yeah. Um, yeah I did true. it once in the game, the other game that I played. Okay. Because um, I, I, my first turn, I feel like I played cards. cards, and it was like, discard one, and then I didn't have any one. So I, like, when I drew, I was like, I don't want to play this, so then I drew two more. Makes sense. And so when you play a card face <laughs> down... On the back, it just says one point. Boom. So you get one point. And the goal is to have 10 points in front of you. Just play them all face down. Why not? Play them all face down. <laughs> you know, that's how I say I win. Why not? Or you play the card face up for its ability, which could be like an on-reveal ability, an ongoing power, a discard to do something type of thing. And all of those abilities manipulate cards in front of you and in front of other people to try to get you 10 points and not the other people to get I 10 want points. those points. I don't want you to have them. Yeah, you don't want I them. I want them. Um, Give them to me. So I played this a couple times, one at four and one just before the show. I, okay, theme, out the window. Don't, don't Yeah, care. yeah, okay. fuck the theme. But like you said, and maybe this is, I don't want to steal your point. No, steal or we it, can just steal it, steal it. The art is cool. Awesome. Like a cowboy with like wizard eyes, that's cool. It's sweet looking. They they threw together some cool art for a nonsensical They're theme. They're like, what hasn't been done here? I know. Magical, Magical cowboys. <laughs> and so that was cool. That kind of made me look at the cards. Which when I was like looking at the little artwork, that was cool. Um, it was sort of this was kind of better than I thought um, in terms that it was really fast, and there are a lot of like cool <laughs> abilities with like manipulating the flipping the cards back and forth. We had a couple very cool instances in our four player game where cards were flipped over, and then another card let you flip something back, which then triggered the reveal ability again. Um, Ryan didn't do a lot of that because he was just kind of going after one strategy, which worked. But Natalie, we're not kind of we're mm -hmm. flipping cards and doing things. And I, for some reason, again, it's one of those games like, why hasn't this just been created already? <laughs> yeah. You just literally need 10 points in front of you. Yeah. And you're just kind yeah. of flipping cards back and forth. Um, overall, like, pretty good. This is, this is an easy, like, again, add on type of game. You play with nons. Anybody could play this game. Very true. And there, there is like a rule at the end where you do like an instant win. Like, Ryan won. He got 10 points. Boom, over. There is this goofy rule that you could do like a. A showdown or a, is that where they, they like face back like there's back and one shoot more round yeah, it would be or like something you would add two more points to your your um board oh, and then can you guys get up to that natalie and i would get turned but then if we have the same amount of points you sort of like knock each other out but like on my turn i could necessarily i could like take a point away from you and yeah. if you and natalie both had 11 you would cancel each other out and i could win with like nine. Oh, there's like a weird extra that thing is right weird. so we just yeah. played straight up instant win 10 points so what did the two of you think of Trick Draw? Trick Draw. Trick Draw McGraw. Trick Draw. Um, okay. I liked this game. I thought that when we first started playing it, it gave me, uh, I was like, I feel like this might have Munchkin vibes, which I dislike, yeah. which what I mean by that is bash the leader. Because uh, everybody, like Jeff said, you're just trying to get 10 points. So everyone's just playing cards in front of them. And you can mess with the other players. Well, you can mess with the other players, but you mostly what I was saying is you can see how everyone's doing the, and every time when it's your turn, we're just looking at your turn and both me and Jeff are like, okay, she's got four points. She just played a card. Now she's got six. Okay. And just mm -hmm. like it's my turn. So when you see that you're like, now what am I going to do to react to her? Like if I only have three points, maybe I fuck with her and take some of her points right. away. Mm -hmm. And so what I was worried was that as 
we started, each of us started accumulating more points, getting closer to 10 that it was going to turn into. All right. Natalie's got nine points. Me and Jeff have six. We got to both work together and bring her down. And then once Natalie's brought down, now Jeff's up. Okay, Natalie, we got to work together. But that's what Munchkin does. Yeah. Munchkin's yeah. just like bash the leader until somebody lucks into the win. And I was like, I don't know if I like this yet. And then it ended very quickly. Yeah. Like very quickly. Like 10, 10, 15 minutes. Tops. And I was like, okay, cool. This is not Munchkin at all. And uh, Jeff made this comment after we played it where, yes, you can mess with the players, but that's not the game. Right. The game is not, I'm going to fuck with you so I can get points. You can fuck with other players. You can do stuff like kind of subtly. I'm going to turn your card over. And now you had a point and I turn it over and you don't. Yeah. But if they do that, not knowing what's on their side, it could trigger an ability for you and do right. something better. <laughs> I mean, there are some cards I think that take cards away. Yeah. Like I, I could either flip yeah. your cards or yeah, or I took a card and you, you could take flip it, it from up. someone else. Yeah. So like you could, you could do that if you have the opportunity, I think you could probably bash the leader a little bit, but you are, if you're bashing the leader, usually it's yeah. not really Adding helping yourself. Yeah. Um, it seemed like there was mo cause there was a bunch of moments I had cards in my hand. I'm like, well, I could flip Jeff's like, you just got, you had just gotten this card and you were like, well, oh, I like this. And I was like, I could flip that right now. Maybe I do. And then I was like, but if I do that, it doesn't do anything for me. That's my turn. My turn is playing a card to flip his over. Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, you're you're not close to winning yet. That I I don't know. It just felt like, yeah. why would I do that? I, I should rather do something like, I'll just put, put a card face down and I get a point. Mm -hmm. You know? And um, it had opportunities for clever play. I feel like I was a little snake in the grass. Kind of yeah. came out at the end. I was like, boom, I can play this <laughs> yeah. card. The best thing and it was sweet. Yeah, like that was cool. I like Because I was waiting. I needed one more turn to do that. That same thing. To play thing. one card for the, the three or four yeah. points that you yeah. needed. Yeah. So I uh, I actually overall I did like this game. It did give me love letter vibes where you draw a card, play a card. I think that was that was cool, mm -hmm. and it wasn't so mean that I would avoid it. Yeah, because I don't like take yeah. that at all. I don't like any kind of like take that Probably where I'm like, building something, you steal it from me. I hate that. Yeah. But right. this does have that, but it doesn't feel like you just destroy this thing I've been spending time working on because the game's 10 minutes long. Right, it's yeah. so quick. It's that like it doesn't 25%. feel mean at all. How long did the games that you played with four players? About last? the same amount of time. Okay. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, overall, I think this was good. I, I I enjoyed this. I enjoyed my play of it. This is another one kind of like uh, like six second scribbles where I, I think like, okay, I see that. Yeah, I want to play this again. Yeah. You know, this isn't going to win any awards, I don't think, but I think it's good. What do you think, Natalie? Yeah, pretty much same thing. When I first was playing i was kind of like like oh i don't know i don't know what to do like and then very quickly i was like oh okay oh okay yeah. i can do this and then, cool then you kind of like yeah. start figuring out just... yeah like once cards are played and you see more well it didn't help that my starting hand was the same exact two cards and so i was kind of like mm, what okay. do I do with these? Yeah, you know but then like it started making more sense and and yeah it was just so fun it was like it like you said, it reminds me of Love Letter. You know, it's kind of like there's only a couple little, like a couple different kinds of cards, a couple different kind of things you can do. You know, you only have so many cards in your hand. You can see everybody else and you kind of just make a quick decision to like, you know, how you're going to handle this turn. And um, yeah, I like that too. I'd be interested to hear like play at two and just see how quick the back and forth is. There yeah. is like a... Maybe, you start, maybe the first player starts an extra card or the second player starts an, but there's some yeah there's some sort of way to balance it a little bit but yeah I'd be interested if if just the back and forth is fun the artwork was cool I really liked looking at the cards a lot in that I don't think way I even looked at the artwork 
Oh, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was Different. really it was done really well. Instead of a pistola in that holster, there's a wand. I don't know, but it's, it, it was really it was really cool. So yeah. what else you got, Jeff? Okay, I got one more. I just want to like I guess we'll just call this like a preview <coughs> of a game. Okay. So I'll do a maybe again a, a more a fuller preview, a more girthier. Well, what the bed? A girthier, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A more girthier review next okay. episode because I'm going to play this bulbousy review next episode because <laughs> uh, I'll play this with Devin um, in the next couple weeks. Uh, this is going to kickstart on November 14th. This game is called Wish. Wish. Okay. Wish. If you are a fan of uh, the Miko, I love the Miko and the art. What? The Miko is an artist. Oh, his name is not the Miko, but okay. he goes by the Miko. It's not like the Ultimate Warrior changed his name to the Warrior. He does the artwork for all the of the games. <laughs> Did you know that? Do you know who the Ultimate Warrior? No, is that a wrestler? Yeah, he was a wrestler. Good. He was a wrestler. Oh. Good. Yeah. So the Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> he got hit in that brain too many times, went a little crazy at the end of his life because uh-huh. he's dead. Oh yeah, right? yeah, oh, he's yeah. dead. Long. Um, and at the end of his life, he legally changed his name from whatever it was to the Warrior. The Warrior. So the Miko's name is not the. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Miko. Yeah, he does. The, he's most famous for doing the artwork of the of the games. Yeah, oh. Paladins. All of those the, of it. the games are the Miko. Okay. Yeah, or a game that you would. Did, did he do the um, Circadians? I think so. Well, that's the same company. I don't know if he did the artwork for that, but who knows? But if you like the Miko, that that will draw you into the game because the box cover is beautiful, the components are beautiful. There's cool like acrylic player mm-hmm. pieces, which again, we've talked about how much we just like acrylic pieces now, like. Using yeah, those, they are those cool. see-through kind of acrylic pieces are just yeah. super cool. So yeah. what this game kind of is is you're these you're these gins. The, the, D-J-I-N-N? The okay, what? I know the D-Gins. Uh-huh. You are the D-Gins. <laughs> yeah, Jin. And uh, there's this, like, big map on the main board. Everyone gets this, like, asymmetrical sort of, like, Ooh, like that. power, and your Jin does something different, and you're kind of traveling around this map. Um, it's not, like, really too much pickup and deliver, which is cool. And on the you are and trying to like yeah, yeah. That's it. the lantern. Yeah, it's a it's a um a lamp, like a genie lamp. lamp. Yeah, like a genie lamp. And right. I, I'm making like a weird rubbing thing. He's rubbing so the just, lamp. Uh, yeah, and my genie's so, coming out. So you get like I'm I'm excited about asymmetrical powers. I'm excited about like you're fulfilling these wishes, which then give you like kind of bonuses throughout the game. You're trying to collect followers to have like basically be the best mm-hmm. DJ Jin. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Jin once I Jews. once I play it, I'm gonna report back on it. But if you're looking to like support it, and I'll I'll be, I'll be very clear on the next one if I want you to support it. Um, <laughs> but if you're looking to like keep up with the progress of it, because some people like to hit the follow button and then you get those updates as they're kind of sounds cool to me. Making it, it comes out November 14th. Um, our next episode would be uh, early November, like the fourth or something. Yeah, yeah, before that, the fourth of the so somewhere oh, around yeah. the first week of November. So you will have at least. A week plus to to look at it more when I kind of review it more, but that's wish. I just want to mention it before we cool. roll into the sounds next thing. Good. Yeah, sounds good to me. The Gamecasters have a sponsor. We have partnered up with Modern Meeple, company behind the famous Gamey Susan, which is a lazy Susan that holds extremely high-quality board game component trays. These trays are the picture of luxury. Made right here in the USA, they are made from a wood-based material that's dyed throughout with a number of different colors to choose from, and should you drop or ding them, they will still retain that color. These things are so great looking on the table, and displaying them on your game shelves will really elevate your status with your neighbor, which is good because he's been lording that damn elk head over the fireplace for the last five years and really needs to shut up. So head on over to modernmeeple.com to check out all the great products they have. And if you find something you like, enter discount code GAMECASTERS at checkout to receive free shipping. And a couple cool GAMECASTERS keychains as well. Once again, that's modernmeeple.com. 
The Gateway Network is now defunct, but our merchandise sure isn't. If you're looking to get some great game casters or mad board gamer gear, head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store and you'll find that there. We have also partnered up with Tim of Sir Meeple, who is creating custom game casters designs for us. So you can go to sirmeeple.com, click the pull down under creators and find us there under board game podcasts. More stuff will be added frequently. And what a great way to support two creators at the same time. A dream for most of us. Am I right, Natalie? So once again, that's sirmeeple.com. You click the pull down under creators and find us under board game podcasts. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecasters toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the gamecasters to help out. Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. Why don't you step inside? Come on, it's warm in there. You think you found some grass, but nope, it's pubic hair. You wonder why there's so much underwear. You've stepped inside of Natalie's Nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, I have a question for you. For me? For, for Jeff? both of you. For Just all us? of us. Oh, to discuss. I want to be invited. I'll, and I'll be all of the listeners for you? as well. Oh, everyone partake. Okay. In an ideal world. You know, can I do this? In a world. In a world. No. Oh. <laughs> No. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. In, in an ideal no. world, what would be no your world. perfect board game collection? And what I mean is, as in like the perfect number of games or amount of shelves and like kind of like in general what it's made up of. And the reason that I'm asking this is because Ryan and I have been purging a lot of our game collection. It's kind of started out okay, as... I have to. Yeah, it kind of started <laughs> out as we needed some extra money for house issues. Uh, you can remove the word but, extra. Yeah, we needed some money <laughs> to not be severely in debt. Um, and then we were kind of like, like, you know what? Let's just, you know, get rid of, let's just like, like hone down our collection. Hone it down. Until, to like where hey, we hone want it, down it to out be. There. And so hey, we have. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, kids. Hey. Yes. Hey. Yes, father. Hone it down. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, hone I'm sorry. Hone it down. Yes, sir. Keep the door closed. What are you, air conditioning the outside? I said, yes, sir. <laughs> We got rid of probably around 40 games so far. And so we had to, we put our basement back together right after the flood. Yeah. And, um, we, we actually got rid of one entire Calyx shelf and a, we have this big what pile. size of Calyx shelf. Cause they uh, make, they two make, by they make four. a, a two one by, by two. Four. True. So. A two by four. The two, the two by, by four. four. That's all we have. So we had one two by four. We basically had like five of those plus if you, two, two small ones that like turn like, when you add them together, it would be like a six one of those. So we got rid of just one of those. And uh, okay. what did you say? No, I don't know. Just just do the number, but just do the two by four. Just what you what do you Yeah. So you well, got rid of an entire, we got rid two, of by entire two, two by, by four. four. Yep. Yeah. A two Perfect. by four or eight, a four by two. Eight Fours are twos. Gone. <laughs> we have a pile a giant pile of games on the floor right now because those are the games that we decided we're gonna try to sell and get rid of those. Yeah. And everything else besides the ones that we decided to sell are put back on the shelves that we kept and they're not even full. 
and it feels so awesome. And that's what like what Ryan and I have been kind of like talking about lately. So we have like two shelves on either side of our TV and and there's two shelves behind our TV and we kind of like like displayed them in a certain way. So the ones by the TV are kind of like our favorite games, like the games that we both love. And we sit there on the couch and we can see them because they're by the TV. And we're just kind of like, we look at them and we keep making comments like, like, man, these are good shelves. Like, oh man, I would play every single one of those right now, you know, kind of thing. And then the ones behind the TV are almost like the second tier, like games where like, we're like, we don't want to sell them, but they're not quite as good as the shelves next to the TV. They, and were, they just like, want to be on the TV shelves. They do. God, they're trying so hard. Play me again. I'll, I'll be. I'll be. I can TV do it. I can do I it, Daddy. Please, oh, please, please, Father. And so, like, I'll, I'll hone it down. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yes. Hone it down. I'm so sorry. And I was so, just like, doing a lot of fucking. We've been like kind of having this conversation. We're like, oh, it feels so good to just have the collection just like this. Like, what if it stayed like this? And like, what if? And like, what if? I don't know. I, I kind of was, was wondering in your ideal world, like, mm-hmm. like what would you have? And again, I'm not saying like specific you know titles of games necessarily but like like because we were like okay there's like first tier games second tier games and then everything else we were getting rid of and we're like should we keep another like tier and then we're like no why would we kind of thing and then and then even just looking around at the games because we like cut so many out it just feels so much less overwhelming you know you kind of sometimes like before when your game collection is so huge you're looking around and you're like, it's like almost like overwhelming to yeah. pick one game to play right now. Yes. You're just like, I don't know, I don't know. But now how it is, we look around and we're like, yeah, all these are great. I'd pick any of them and feel great. And it doesn't feel like like such a burden to like make that decision. Yeah. And so I'm like really loving this. And I mean, you know, we're going to be buying more games. We're probably going to run out of space. It's probably going to, you know, it's not going to last forever. But how it is right now to me is like ideal. Really? And I want to know what you guys think this would be ideal. Ideal. You got thoughts, Jeff? I have questions. Okay. Can I have some questions. Okay. I have so many thoughts. How many do you know <laughs> how many games you have now? Yeah. Uh yeah, like on our shelves. Well, games in the collection, minus those. Minus the floor ones. Is yeah. still like 250, 300 games. Okay. Really? So you're at like 250. Yeah. Um, you well, have a I massive mean, amount of that. small box games, right? There, there's oh, yeah, the majority there's of them. There's 50 sitting there's like, I yeah, there's like, like 50 right there. Maybe. The card box alone, that the quiver has like 20. So I have another probably, card yeah, box that that's has like one seventy five to two hundred bigger ish box yeah. shelf yeah. space games. Shelf space well, games. How many yeah. would you say is in that pile on the floor? Well, I said less those. A dozen. I know, but how many do you think oh. were in there? Like how many did we like take away from the collection to get to 150. that? hundred and fifty. Okay. Okay. So I would say in an ideal world, do I have like an I like are you saying I have an ideal amount of space? Yeah, I like, have like, like, like your your space now. So well, I have my space. You have your space. So I don't have a giant space. I'm not. I can't. I can't answer. I want every game ever made. You know I what? Mean, you can. No, maybe you should. <laughs> maybe we should no, look at it that if way. You're, we're saying an ideal yeah, world. We should look so at it that way. Ideal would be you have the ideal room and space. Like what feels good to you? As as table. Your, yeah. Do you just want them all? Do you, Do you want, want them? Like all? I don't think I want them all. You know what I mean? Like I want them all. Like I, but I don't want them all. You don't want them all. Like don't you want them all? But you don't want them all. Do you want them all? I in, want them all. I'm in this yeah. like space yeah. where I'm just like want get rid of, of everything. I don't want. There's too much stuff. I don't want so much stuff. Yep. That's how I feel. So like I definitely would not want them all. Okay. I get that. I have made uh, a just a promise to myself that my current shelves are the only shelves that I'm going no to No more have. shelves. I'm mm-hmm. not going to buy any more shelves. That's what I have. So I'm looking at your 
I'm not looking at them, but because if I turn around, you won't hear me on the microphone. <laughs> um, you have basically two four by fours. Okay, so if we're in the Calyx world, let's talk about that. You got a four by four over here. Yeah, it's really of two, your tier yeah. two games, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you have two two by two fours. by fours. Yep. So you have, and then we have a two by two and here. Then you have a two by two Z over and here, and another two by two over there. That's so not full by anything yet. Okay. Games, yeah. All right. So I have I have two five by fives that are next to each other. Yep. I have a two by four laying down horizontally, yep. and I have a two by four vertically. Yep. The two by four that's vertically just has ten games on it, and they're like my top ten games. Yeah. They're just one per yeah. thing. So I've always in my brain gone, all right, if my if my games expand to a point where I'm busting, I can put them there. Yep. Right. But I'm trying to not. Right. Yeah, you don't want to. I would say like But what feels good? What I don't do you want, want okay, I want more than like I want more than fifty. Yeah. Right. And I think partly because I like the, the idea that I have that I I am this engulfed in this hobby. Mm-hmm. That when I say, like, I have 300 board games, that's a cool conversation piece with people who don't suck. Um, right. Who aren't like, ooh, like that oh, kind of fucking people. nerd. But if I just have 40, yeah, I'm sure I would love those games and I would play them all the time. But I don't know. I feel like in my head that's less cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's nerdy because I just want games. But yep. it's less cool to me that I want. Well, you're in a little different situation as well because you play with a group. Right. So variety... Um, is kind of nice. Yeah. You know, you also are running your, the mini nerd fest, which yeah. is exclusively at your place. So it's like you, you want to feel like, Hey, I'm hosting this. I need to have yeah, games that everyone, you know, pick. I don't want everyone to have to bring all right. the games. I you want to have games that fit different, a bunch of different situations. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. Like so playing, you know, so is what you have right or? now, the perfect situation for no, you? No, I would like, I would probably like 50 less games. Do you want to pare down a bit? Yeah. And I have um, like my own, I'll call it a struggle, but it's not really a struggle. It's like, you know, first world problems of like, I get games sent to me. Yeah. And I, I don't feel comfortable like selling those games or... Um, like I, I don't want, I'm not making a profit on games that were given to me. Mm-hmm. So how do I get rid of games that I've played a few times, reviewed, taken pictures of, and don't love? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do with them? Right. And I go back and forth of like, sometimes they end up in mystery boxes or mm-hmm. I bring them to school and the kids play them or something like that. But there's probably 50 games that I have gotten as review copies that don't have a home. Yeah. That mm-hmm. they're just living on my shelf. Because I don't you're like, quite I don't know really what want to do them with there. them. Yeah, that's a burden. Um, I'm glad that we're not bearing. I'm glad yeah. that you're bearing. And that it's and not, we're not bad. It's not like like people would love to get. Like I, I love the other side of that way more than I like. I love getting games and working with publishers and talking to people and and getting the hotness. So it's like a minor issue. But I'd love to have, you know, I, I, when I first set up my collection, I would have like five games in one of the cubes of the Calyx, and then one would just be like a game that I love that take up the whole thing and now it just looks like a library right of just yeah. Right. Yeah. a yeah. catalog of books mm-hmm. so I would like to like rearrange it and use the cubes for other things so yeah I think if I lost 50 games and I was down to maybe that like 250 number yeah I would be I would be happy well another like difference too is like you in your basement you have a whole kind of like sectioned off area that is like solely like that's like really the board well. game room basically and it has, perfect yeah it's like your board <laughs> game table and all your board games and it's kind of like secluded and it's like that's what it's for Mm -hmm. but like our basement especially now that we rearranged it it's kind of like 
a general hangout area now. And I kind of like that the board games aren't like the center of attention. It's like people would still walk down and be like, oh, you got a lot of games, but it wouldn't be like, this is what the basement is, board games only. You know, it's more than just that. It's, you know, there's the couch and the TV right, and the computer want. and the, orgy time. Like, like a craft orgy, area orgy. and a music area. You know what I mean? And so like, I kind of like that too. That your basement is not just solely board game. Yeah. Basement. But that doesn't really answer your question, right? In an ideal world, what would be your... My, my, like not our basement, my ideal point, basement. My point is... <laughs> yeah, do we have your ideal setup then? Yeah, my point is the because we got rid of so many games and we're able to make the basement not just all about board games because before I feel like there was board games everywhere then we run out of space and they're all over the floor and they're stacked on chairs and you know it's just you walk down yeah. and I feel like it's like board games now you walk down and you're like look at this nice hangout area and, <laughs> and here's a side of games right and they're like yep. look at all those games that's like one of the things it's that you do down here of board games and I kind of it feels like better like feng shui to me mm-hmm. i guess balanced i would yeah, also feels like more someone... balanced because we don't this isn't our only hobby like it's our main hobby probably but we like we have other things too mm-hmm. that we like to do i don't mm-hmm. um i would <laughs> Just like not with someone that. to also come in and rearrange my games in a more aesthetically pleasing way i've always wanted yeah, to do well, the color way it'd be like yeah, in a nice color way like, is beautiful yeah. or if someone like by was like hey here's or... your Here's your here's your box size. Here's your colors. Here's yeah. the you know here's cool. all your designers are in order. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for like or here's your sections. The right? only problem it's is when like you it's have a real library. when you have games stuffed like you do and like we do, adding new ones fucks the whole system. Right then you're like I all right, you gotta, then you got to rearrange everything. Ideal world, it would be like a library like where it's all someone like would set do, up it in would a magically way. happen. Yeah, yeah, it would just happen. I would get a game and it would just happen. Yeah. All right, so um, I have thoughts too. Okay, let's hear them. I have wanted to do what we're doing now. I've thought this in my head years and years and years ago that I'm like, I think I think I might have too many. And I don't mean too many like, oh, this is a problem. I mean, like it's causing me to not be able to play the games that I want to because I'm only accumulating and then I'm trying to keep up with the ones I'm accumulating on so I don't accumulate a bunch and then play the old ones. And then now, you know, it's going this yeah, way. And, yeah. worse. Um, and I, I'm like, I feel like this is an issue that I need to fix, but I never, I would do like, you know, every quarter I would run an auction on board game geek and I right. would sell like 20 games mm-hmm. and then those games would go out and I'd feel fine, but I'd, I'd like replace them all or at least half of them would be replaced by the Very time. Quickly. the You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't like really making any kind of dent. So it wasn't until we had an actual disaster happen <laughs> that this, this finally got to take shape. Well, plus it hit at a right at a good time with me because right now in my life, I'm not as consumed in games like Jeff is. I'm not um, 100% only wanting to play games only 100% of the time. Yeah. You know, it's still very much my main hobby, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing the podcast, of course, is the main offshoot, the uh, fun that I get doing uh, being in the, in the board game hobby. But I think two, two by four shelves is my ideal really? collection so size. Less. Jeff, it's, it's actually what Jeff said. He was like, I don't want to have only 50 games. I kind of want to have only 50 games. Really? I would love to have those two shelves right there. Be it. Yeah. Those two shelves on the TV. I would, that, that would be, I think my ideal situation would be 50 games that I just constantly cycle through. And I would love to have the situation happen where once, like I have 50 games I cycle through. And then once in a while, 
um, Guild of Merchant Explorers comes around. And I'm like, ooh, new one. Boom, and you're add that like, in. And it's like, oh, cool. Now I got 51. Yeah. And it's like, but I, but it's not. But then maybe you like, you're like, okay, I've played this one enough. And that one goes. And then Guild of Merchant Explorers replaces. Yeah, I really, really would love. It's not going to happen. I, I would love but to have those world. two two by fours filled with games I love. And I just look at them. And I'm like, every one of these is my favorite yeah. you know you that's that what i like sometimes. but i do have these th- these shelves behind the tv that You're i was like, talking about where there's the second tier games you know there's like las vegas which i like i love that game mm-hmm. there's alien yeah s which like i really love that game but it's not quite in that level. tier one but it's yeah. also like i don't really want I, I don't want to get rid of that right but anything under that like natalie was saying i want it to go i want it to be gone i don't want to yeah. play an eight i don't want games to stick around so here's a, a thing that differs from me that and for me and Natalie, that that is different from Jeff, I feel like. Natalie and I pretty much exclusively play games with each other, for the most part. Right. Everybody that we hang out with has their own collection themselves. Jeff right. has his own collection that's bigger than mine. Um, the measles have their own collection. Dave, you know, Mick, Dave, Mick's got his own collection. Everyone's got their own collection. So I I don't feel like we need to keep a bunch of games around for these different unique situations. If we ever wanted, you know, a game for a different unique situation, one of my friends has that game that they could then bring over if they're coming to hang out. And that's different. It didn't used to be like that. We used to be introducing games to people all the time or have like a work game game night who none of them ever, they didn't have their own game collection. So like we had, we were in a situation where like it made sense to keep all these extra games but now that's not how our yeah, lifestyle Yeah, it doesn't really is. happen to us very often. It's really just us two, or we're playing with you, or yeah, you know, or Ben and Emily will play with us, or all these people have yeah. games. Yeah. So I'm like, we're in the perfect uh, spot where I can finally get this plan kind of enacted, where it's like, I only want a little collection of games that I fucking love. Well, we started with like in the in the PN phase of our life, the pre-Natalie phase, yep. it was Bill with the 300 games. Bill had all the games and we would and get like the, we would buy the, the few, the dotted ones yeah. that, you know, because so like, we oh, would I only play games with Bill. So I'm just, let's just build, let's just go to Bill's and play games mm-hmm. there. So if like, if you were the game people in your group, which you are, but you also aren't, because yeah. Yeah. everyone's the game people. Yeah, because right. we're all the game people. Hobby. We're all playing. We're it's only playing not, gamers. Yeah, it's not like, all right, well, now we're going to Ryan's house and we know we're going to play games. Mm-hmm. It's like we can play games anytime and anywhere. So we have. Yeah, well, it's like know. I'll come to your house and it's like, I don't need to bring any games. You have a ton of games. Right. People that are friends with us that come over to play games, we have our own games that we want to play. Come over and play some of mine. If I go to your house, I'll play some of yours. You know, yeah. it's like, so you don't have to be like, Unless, of course, you're really excited about something. But you don't, we don't have right. to be like, oh, we're going to Jeff and Devin's. I know that they love monikers. We'll bring monikers. And it's like, well, they have that. You know, something else. It's yeah, just, it's right. It's like, yeah, fun. So for me personally, I really, really want to pare down to the games that I personally want to play. Not it used to be for a long time. And there's nothing wrong with this because this is what I, I enjoyed. It used to be I wanted to keep not Jones, not the Jones rule, but like I wanted to have a game representing like every mechanism. You know what I mean? Like right. I want a game the that's great that plays for whatever, yeah. that plays 20 people. I want a game that plays 10 people. I don't play the games, eight people. I don't, you know, I want like all player counts. I have a really, really solid game. I want the best kind of this. I want a game for these two people specifically. And I'm all done with that now. And maybe it's because I'm in my fours where I'm just like, I don't, who fucking cares about other people? I want my collection <laughs> so now to now. reflect yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm so like I said, I was saying this a minute ago. It took this this these this last month of natural disasters yeah. to finally be like, OK, now we can actually get rid of the games that we need to right. to sell. And I've kind of wanted to do this anyway. It's funny. It's a good point. I mean, I didn't really necessarily want to do that before. I almost felt like 
it wasn't even like an option. Like I couldn't even like picture doing that. But now that we like kind of are forced to, or we like, you know, put the, put it all aside and put it together without those. It's almost just like, ah, yes, this is how it's meant to be. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, there was a time for probably a decade where, cause I can look back on my board game on board game geek. I log every, I've logged every game I've ever played mm-hmm. since I joined board game geek in 2011. And I can look back over, you know, the last 12 years on there and see, and I used to average like 60 or 70 game, like plays per month. Mm-hmm. And I am sure it's like 10 less than <laughs> half of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably now, a lot less. So that's kind of, again, where it's like, okay, I'm playing a lot less games and this is kind of, I'm fine with it, mm-hmm. but I want to only now play Orleans. I only want to play Ark yeah. Nova. I only want to play Terra Mystica. Yeah. You know, I don't want to necessarily be like, well, we took a chance on Wild Tiled West. You didn't really like it last time. What if we maybe try that one one more time? You know what I mean? I want to be like, okay, that didn't hit for you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Except for the White Castle. I want to keep the White Castle. I was going to say, I was going to walk Can out I keep with the it White Castle? Yeah. yeah. You can keep the Crave case. I want to keep the- <laughs> I, I would like, again, in my, uh, ideally, I would like an easier way to get rid of games. Um, yes, yeah. that's a it's good a pain because it's, point. Of games. it's honestly, sometimes I'll sit there and be like, ah, I'll just keep it. Yeah, yeah. I know because I com- it's I so understand. fucking annoying because annoying. I understand. So even, and we have a little bit of an advantage with, uh, we have two upkeep. game stores upkeep that has it like in consignment area, Yeah, which is still a little like still gotta annoying. Fill out all this paperwork. It's still annoying. For me, it's yeah. 45 minutes away and that's, yep. that's a long drive. For us too. It's, it's for us too. Both, both stores are an hour and a half 45 plus minutes round trip being there. It's right. an hour and a half round trip to drive and do this. Right. And, and then that what that gives me is store credit. Mm-hmm. Right, so it gives me store credit to them just buy, buy another game, buy another, which is right. fine. I love turning five games into one. Right. Then you basically totally feel like cool you get that. free games. Great, you know? I get free yeah. games and that kind of stuff. But <laughs> then it's like, or I'll do giveaways, and I love doing giveaways. But then I'm spending a hundred dollars on shipping three, four, five boxes out to people, which I love, and everyone's so amazing with opening and being happy and all this kind of stuff, yeah. and that's cool. But like, I have to put in the work now to do that. Yep, I can't just like, or you do it on Board Game Geek, and now you're messaging people and they didn't yeah. pay you or you have to send this. oh yeah. why, why is shipping so much money <laughs> yeah <laughs> you people like, just pay it like it that all that process just sucks it sucks it does and it's not like it's not like something else like I, I don't know i don't know another hobby where i'm collecting just a massive amount of shit that's like board games it takes up so much room yeah, yeah. but like there are hobbies that if you have too much of something you just kind of throw it away yep yeah, I would feel so. You don't really do that with games, like being mm-hmm. like, I don't want to play photosynthesis anymore, and I'm just throwing it away. It. Yeah, like we're that. doing that with Clank Legacy because we didn't finish it, and we're like, oh, I don't think okay. we're ever gonna finish it. No, but I feel I'm but like, we can't stop. I'm like, like, what do we do yeah. with it? She's like, yeah, throw it away. I'm like, I don't want to. And I'll burn, maybe burn it. Yeah, I'm like, I can't just throw it. I gotta throw it away. Yeah, I'm like, there's all these cards. Like, well, even like, like Salvation so Army, like. Didn't we try to set, give games to them they don't last want time? Your shit. No, they won't. They nope. won't take board games because they're like people give it to us and pieces are missing, so like we don't take yeah. those. And we're like, dang it. <laughs> and it's it's just too. It's hard to get rid of them, and that's super annoying. So mm-hmm. I think I would be closer to an ideal. I would get rid of thirty games tomorrow if someone was like, 
I'm going to drive to your house. I'm going to take these 30 games and I'm going to leave a hundred dollars on your porch. Yeah. Just give me whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Give me $2 a game. And maybe even there's this, is it noble Knight or something? Yeah, Noble Knight mm-hmm. will even take everything that you have. They'll but you take still got to pack Except up all these giant you got to pack it up in a massive boxes. fucking box and pay yeah. for it. And I don't know. They'll give you no, three they, do, they, they pay for it, but they pay you still for the have to like yeah. find boxes and pack it up and bring it to and the And they only give you like 30% of Yeah, because they're not worth that trying. It's a business for them. But, so, yeah. but that is a good service they provide. Yeah. Where it's right. like, if you want to get rid of 150 away, games, that's the way to do it. Give them us, we'll give you, got, you a little you bit of scratch. Yeah. So yeah, I'd love to 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 pare it down a little bit, and I'll, I'll try to I'll try to do that as well. And I'm I'm thinking I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. For okay. you, that I think that doing this, selling your 150 games, yep, is gonna is gonna unkink you a little bit. I think it might too. Yeah, it feels so good. It's already oh. starting to. <laughs> like I'm just I'm really excited to play Barcelona. Which actually is I bought on store credit from the upkeep games. All right. I went to upkeep. They were like, you have a lot of games that have sold. You should come in and collect the money. I was like, okay. I came in. I had a bunch of money. Yeah. And I was like, let's look around. And they had one copy of Barcelona kind of like tucked away. I'm like, ooh, some fucker was trying to hide this shit. It's mine. It's my favorite game. (laughs) It's mine, motherfucker. (laughs) And then Cameron was like, daddy, you can't say motherfucker in front of me. And I was like, sorry. Shut up, motherfucker. I'm like, sorry, bitch. (laughs) Sorry, bitch. So yeah, I think it might unkink you and get you going on. I think so, too. I am kind of feeling good about that. So, um, well, that was a great Nook topic. And with that, guys. Thanks for your nook. Chugga 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 Take it. Yeah, can I just... I'll you can just, I'm no, going to bring it to school because the yeah, kids are... It's yours. It's yours. Take it. Because they've like just fucking destroyed oh, all of... Like, we love They've played it a bajillion times and they... It's the brand markers new. are starting to like... It's brand new. And, we okay. bought it for a present and then we didn't give it... We didn't... I don't know why. We I don't didn't know. We had it. two copies. We bought so it at Target. Oh, right. And then we just kept... We were going to give it to somebody for a bur- like a present and then we just didn't for some reason because I think we got something else. But yeah, it's yours. It's yours and you can take it. Okay. Also, you gave us... We're saying this all recorded, but who cares? You gave us number drop, and uh, that's in the number pile. Drop. You can take it back if you want. Uh, no. It's completely up to you. Okay, <laughs> uh, no. I just, we never I played it. We didn't play it, so oh, you'll you actually, okay. you'll, you'll like it, but I have it, and we'll play. Oh, it. You'll, you'll, like, you'll like we'll it a lot. Okay, oh, okay, cool. It's, it's Tetris, it. and it's yeah, dude, right. polyamino. Oh, okay. okay, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll try it. Dave really, Dave like beat the shit out of everybody because he just kind of like that kind of stuff. He's got that spatial brain. Crazy, stupid. He's a fucking professional professional, that guy. Why is he so smart? All right, ten games. We ready for this? Ready for the ass number one. What bell do you have? Do we figure this out? I gave it. I gave her grandma's bell. Yep. Wasn't your grandma? Uh, what Grandma. number one? What Natalie calls my lovemaking. Hmm. Could be anything. Is it good or bad? Mm. Well, it's. Come on. Oh. Okay. Jeff, six second scribbles. Six second scribbles. <laughs> Why yeah. do you call it that, by the way? Yeah, why do you call it that? It's weird. I don't. It's weird that it's a game weird. showed up. I know. Maybe. <gasps> did you scribbles? send this fucking thing yeah, to me? I think I did. I, well, you I, I always say it's scribbles because you're like, what are you doing with your penis like that? Quit shaking it back and forth. Yeah. Well, I tap into your phone when you guys are having sex. Yeah. You oh. Let me know. <laughs> right. I'm like, that one lasts six seconds. And it kind of sounded like, you know, so I said. Yeah, you're scribbling around. Yeah, oh, so thanks, me. man. Oh, that's, me. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. All right. Number one was uh, six second scribbles. Number two, what I call Natalie's vagine after my lovemaking to it. Why is it always love about the art? It's not always. It's not always. Yeah, but like all of those are so like 
what I call Natalie's vagine after my lovemaking. So when Natalie calls my lovemaking with six second scribbles, what do I call her vagine after my lovemaking? You um, call it. I'm going to tell you these first two are relevant. Hmm, what would you call her? Natalie. Vagine. I feel disgusting <laughs> saying this. White Castle. <laughs> the White Castle. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You've been doused. Yeah, you got it. Your castle has been... You've been, you've been whitened. Your castle has been whitened. Number three. We're getting out of that uh, sexual stuff. Symbol splooge. Oh, my God. <laughs> Symbol. Symbol splooge. Symbol splooge. Symbol splooge. Uh, your clue, not for like this, not for this exact ching. one, but your clue. I don't think the so. rest of these. Oh, it's S Y, not C Y. Okay, S Y. Symbol. Um, the your clue for the rest of these are these are not as relevant. Okay, that's your that's your that's your, that's your help. Splooge. S P L O O G E. Oh, E. It doesn't E at the end. Splooge. Splooge. Symbol Symbol okay, splooge. Okay, so there's something that's like this symbolizes something, and then. And you splooge on it. Right. Yeah, or there's like a bunch of symbols. You draw like symbols. Are they all six seconds scribbles? No symbols. Splooge. Here's another clue. We still own this game. Symbols. Jeff, I think you own it too. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Blue. Huh. It's harder now that we're not facing the board games. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I yeah. have nothing to look at. All right, well, we'll put that aside. Symbols Let's go splooge. to okay. number four. Money and muscles. Money? And what? And muscles? Muscle. Yeah. Money and muscles. Go ahead. Jeff. Cash and guns. Cash oh. and guns. Get it? Your muscles are yes, your guns. I, get it. I was which pausing because I was like, is that right? Which way, <laughs> did, which way did the muscle show? No, it's gun show. Yeah. Was, <laughs> the muscle <laughs> show. Uh, I'm missing my beach balls. about beach this balls. big. I lost <laughs> it over, over there. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Middle fingers to the ceiling. Middle fingers to the ceiling. Fuck you, ceiling. Middle fingers. Why'd you pant song. pantomime it? Jeff did it. Boom. Did it. Yep. How, what does that mean? Hmm, what does it mean? Fuck Is it a you. Middle, middle fingers. It's not a, well, it might be a song, but it's not. Fingers. Oh. Middle fingers to the ceiling. Middle fingers to the ceiling. What? What could that be? Don't, I don't know. Something. An angry person having road rage. Hmm. <laughs> oh, we do maybe have one or two more relevant ones. Maybe. We'll see. Number. Are you you want to keep going? What is it? Middle fingers. Middle fingers to the, to the ceiling. So you need symbol splooge. Symbol splooge. And middle fingers to the ceiling. Number six. Like a splooge. Butt cheeks on display. Brussels. <laughs> butt cheeks on display. Um, butt cheeks on display. Butt. Huh. Cheeks. On display. Butt cheeks on display. Oh, not I know. I don't okay, know butt anything. Butt cheeks. Let's talk about like peaches. You know, butt, butt, cheeks, cheeks. Butt, butt cheeks on display. Your butt cheeks are what you sit so on. So in the butts, in yep. the window. And they're on display. So they're like a display full of your butt cheeks. Right. Poop. And. <laughs> poop. Oh, no. I'm just. Your butt cheeks on display. Are you going to start poop. selling your poop? What if I told you that selling poop. your poop would allow you to quit your job? I would do it. I would sell Natalie's poop. Like people make yeah, a lot of money like, selling like feet. I would put, poop. You know what I would do? You know what I would do? I would sell you your poop. I would put pink food coloring into it first, and then it would be like poop for women. Pink poop. Poop. 
for yeah. women. No women want the poop. But no, the you men. you still have to work. She gets be to put her P U with an umlaut P. What if the two of you got to just do a poop sale? You were poop sales. Poop salesman. Poop salesman. <laughs> salesman. Be fine. Be fine. Going door to door. <laughs> yeah, like your job would just be, you know, whenever you poop, you just package it up, send it to those. Whenever you got a poop, you just go to someone's house and poop, be like, "Here you go." Yeah, life I'm not going to get a talking to about it, so why not right. do it? Yeah. So butt cheeks and butt on cheeks display. on display. God, what's wrong with us? I don't fucking know. What are any games ever made in the history of? The- well, he look at these things. Butt cheeks on display. That's supposed that, to be a game. What could it be? You think? I don't know. Hmm. Two could be relevant. Could not be. On display. Two circles. Like cheeks. Yeah, the cheeks. The butt cheeks. cheeks. Hmm. Ooh. Something about a moon. Yeah, something about moon. Is it like moon? No, it's. What if it's um? Is it like lunar capital? Is that a thing? What is display? That would make display. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Fuck this game. Why are you laughing? You'll see. It's. It is about moon, right? I'm not saying anything. Yeah, stop digging. You always dig for answers. She does. Well, sometimes he gives me a hint. Does it start with M? M. Tell me if I'm getting close. Blink, blink once for yes. Number seven. Let's move on. Number seven. Surf against turf. Surf against turf. Surf against turf. Land versus sea. Jeff. Ah, dang. Yes. (laughs) Correct. Nice. I remember that game. Ass station. Did you guys? You guys sold that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think we sold it. Weirdly, I think we sold it to Jared, the Meeple mentor. Oh, really? I don't know why I think that. Did I make that up? Probably. I don't really. Reach out. Number eight, ghost dicks. Ghost dicks. Ghost dicks. God, that could be like White Castle. Well, here's your clue. Here's your clue here. Dicks does not mean penises. That's your clue. Oh. Ghost dicks. Does not mean penises. It does require you you to know what other meanings there might be for well yeah dicks. like a dickhead like an asshole no i think it's or like, like a richard like a richard dick like. what is it i forgot what it was ghost dicks ghost <laughs> dick that could be like white castles too the ghost of dicks white <laughs> you're right it could be all ghost, right number nine ghost oh, let me write the word okay dicks yeah now. ghost dicks number nine ghost dicks having a betterer time at the plant than your friend betterer jeff F- uh funner factory Fact- factory funner. Factory funner. Now Correct. That I know that That's exists. a game. I thought you talked about it before. Nope. Factory oh. funner. But I got it. Sorry. So I thought. Yeah, that was yeah, that was. I not- thought you were like. <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry. You- I always try to include games that both you know. I really thought that Jeff talked about it on the show at some point. There's a game called Factory Fun, and then there's a betterer one called Factory Funner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's better it. than the All first right. one. Yeah. Uh, number ten. Yep, yep, yep. Arizona, we have a problem. Natalie. Space Station Phoenix. Yes! Space Station Phoenix! Correct! Oh, did you Is it too Wow, you, you got that really fast. Yeah, she got that one that? quick. That was nice. Did you share that answer with no. her? No. She probably thought Houston, we have a problem. Houston's in Texas. You should give that game a try. I know it's gone, but I have When you said Arizona, I thought of Phoenix. Yeah, that's smart. I just figured it out. That's smart. Just figure it out, Jeff. Mine are the hard ones. Jeff gets the easy ones. I get the hard ones. I don't even know if Funner existed. Uh, okay, so we're gonna go back to number three, symbol splooge. Oh, yeah, symbol splooge. Yeah, so it's Gosh. four to two. Just up four to two. Yeah. Natalie, you can symbol come back splooge. here. Symbol splooge is number three. Symbol splooge. Yep. Just a bunch of symbols like I'm associating. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
Or you're splooge. Are you splooging on the symbols? The symbols are there, and then you're like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the noise it makes. <laughs> How do you do that? What if you really did make that? What if you're just like, uh, uh. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm so close. <laughs> oh, here, here it is. Oh, oh, oh. It usually comes in like a couple of different spurts. I feel spurts. like that would like, end in everybody yeah. just laughing. <laughs> I've arrived. I've arrived. You're like, you're like, here it is. You're like, oh, here, here, here it is. Like, here it is. <laughs> oh man, we peaked. <laughs> okay, symbols. All right, symbols. Blue. You also need middle fingers to the ceiling. Middle finger. I don't know that one. You I need got butt nothing. cheeks on display. Butt cheeks on display. And you need ghost dicks. Now remember, okay, here's your clue. Here's your clue. Here's a, here's a, we have four left, right, that you haven't gotten? Yeah, four. One of these is relevant. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's your clue. The other three, not so. Relevant, as in today? Um, Let's see. One of the... Yeah, oh, no, let's see. One of these we no longer own, but we used oh, to. I think goodbye. Jeff might have as well. Goodbye. And two of them we own in our collection... The, co- the collection that is not going the anywhere. The collection not going anywhere, correct. Now you stare at them all day. So we have symbol splooge, we have middle fingers to the ceiling, we have butt cheeks on display, and we have ghost dicks. I think that's wrong. What are you, what are you guessing for? Okay. Paranormal detective? It is! Because uh, you might not know this. Dick is another oh. is a slang I didn't term know for detective. That, but I was Correct. Done. Ghost dicks. Paranormal detectives. Yes, dick is. A, <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying dick because it's not sexual. Yeah. yeah. Dick is another is a slang term for a detective. So good. Okay. Um, okay. Well, so you can deduce a little bit because we still have paranormal detectives in our collection. Yeah. So symbol splooge, middle fingers to the ceiling, and butt cheeks on display. One of the three of these is relevant. One of the three of these we still own, and the other one we no longer own. Uh, buttholes uh, on display. No butt cheeks. Buttholes. Butt cheeks. But buttholes butt a little bit more poopy. But, <laughs> but buttholes. <cheeks>. Butthole. <laughs> display. On display. Listen, you butthole. Listen, butthole. Like a moon the butthole lighting. servers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn it. Uh, damn it. Damn okay, it. Damn it. Then Picture middle fingers moment. to the ceiling. Middle fingers to the ceiling. You just want to talk it out. Yeah. I have. I thought maybe the word up or sky is probably in that one. Like in which one? Up middle or sky, fingers. middle fingers to the ceiling. Okay. Ryan goes Some straight reasoning. association, ceiling up. Yeah. You like your got your camel oh. up there, but that's no. not your middle fingers. That's like your machine mm. to the ceiling, Bajine camel the up. Ceiling. That, yes. that could be a future yeah. episode. True. Um, I'll, like flip, I'll note like that. you're flipping someone off. Flip ships. Flip, I guess. But not ships. That doesn't ships. make sense. Ships doesn't make sense. So the ceiling, ceiling. The ships are up there. Nope. Okay, I won't say anything. What about sky? Like, is there a thing with sky when you oh. flip it? When you flippity doo da, flippity doo da. Or where's your butthole on display? Like, if you imagine in a cheeks. window, oh yeah, I know. And you spread them. <laughs> it's, it's I feel like landing. it has to be moon. That's what you. Pull Everything's your all pants about moon. Down and I, I'm in the moon brain because like, I keep talking about moon. I know. The moon landing. But he said one of them's relevant. Is. But is your butthole always on display? Like, like you lunar rush. Not butthole. <laughs> lunar rush doesn't make sense for no, butt lunar cheeks rush, on display. Lunar, um, the other one. Maybe it is moon. Moon. Yes, it's moon. <laughs> <laughs> well done. It was great. You guys were like, something with moon. Moon, moon. There's moon in there. And I was like, don't laugh. 
Don't laugh. I was, I was worried laugh. about the display being something else. I know. Well, because I was like, if I just say butt cheeks, typically when you moon somebody, you're like displaying your butt. So yeah. I'm like, if I just say butt cheeks, I don't know if they'll get it. <laughs> I feel like we might have got it faster. Yeah, maybe. You're right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might not have been a problem. All right, we have two left. Okay, 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 okay. okay. One of them no. we own, one of them we don't. So, yeah, Splooge symbol splooge oh, yeah. and middle fingers to the ceiling. I like you guys talking these out, by the way. Yeah. Symbol. I, I enjoy like this. Too. I enjoy yeah, this. Yeah, Natalie likes two because she's gotten the last two. That we <laughs> um, well, I mean, you, know, we're talking out. You didn't All have right, to give so it to me. Symbol splooge is. One of them we still own. Okay, and it's all about splooging. Is, it is there anything you throw? White stuff on. God, like I love how like, you make that. I can't do that. I know. I kind of can. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks, Jeff. Imagine just yeah, but his listening is more to like this a, his, part of the show. His, his sounds more like a drop in water. I'm going to fast you know, forward like, like two and a half hours in. <laughs> yeah. Your sounds more like going, a two. Why is this like a five-hour episode of the game Oh, what if it was a fart when you came? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the douche. Here it is. Yeah, the douche. <laughs> <laughs> We've turned into the crazy Ira and the douche now. We've turned into the crazy Ira and the douche now. like a master degree. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Douche Nation. <laughs> I like how they make him have like a doctorate or something later in the show. Yeah, we just I, want, we're going like, I graduated it. from Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I created this douche persona. And he's like, that was the douche talking. It wasn't really me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love to bedoice you later. That was the douche talking. Really, it was a pleasure meeting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just licked oh, the microphone. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, uh, symbol splooge and middle fingers to the ceiling. Should I... F. Do you guys want me to start giving them to you? Yeah. F. Middle, middle finger one's F. F. Up. Fup. 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 F you up. I'm going to F you. I will tell right. you. You want a clue? Yeah. Fup is correct. No. Fup? Basically. Fup. I still don't get it. Burr, butthole. Uh, Fup. I mean, is correct. I'm just saying what you're saying. Like every F-U-P? every single thing that you guys have been talking it out, you guys are like, yeah, you're nailing it. Is you're this right the one there. we still yeah. own? I fup? thought we were there. I don't know. Is it? Did we fup ourselves? <laughs> what if you fucked? You might have fucked up. You could have fucked this up. Fup. We still. Well, go back to your original line of thinking, Jeff. Up, fupping. You, the up part. You. Okay. Sky. Up, fup. That's what we got. Flick up the ceiling. Fup. What? What are you saying? <laughs> I don't know. Middle fingers to the ceiling. Fup. Fup. I don't get. I don't get it. I want you to. You should just ding in. I'm gonna. Jeff, you should ding in. You just said it. Ding in. You said flick up to the ceiling. Flick them up. There oh. it is. Oh. Yeah, it's flick them up. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's it good. was funny. You were we like, up, and I'm like, yes. And you were like, flip, flip, flip up. And I'm like, oh my God, they got it. <laughs> then you were like, flick up to the ceiling. I'm like, they's got to hear it. <laughs> I can understand. I didn't hear Your it. brain is not you, yeah. working that yeah. way. I was stuck on flip and, and think flip. Symbol splooge is. Do you want to you you know? No. I kind of want to know. I kind of have a guess. Oh, okay. ding in. Make, make the difference. No. Symbols. Oh. Are another way of saying letters. Splooge. Letter jam. J- oh. Said it first. Sassy from Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so officially, we have a tie. 
We'll say. Yeah. Although, technically, I guess Jeff won 4-3 yeah, because Natalie probably shouldn't have got there. The rest of them, we uh, like, Congratulations, yeah, you guys. All right. For today's top five of the episode, we're going to go back to our five reasons gaming is better than series, uh, which I've really enjoyed. Series. Yeah. Well, we've done three of them now. We've done gaming is better than why games is better than sex, mm-hmm. why games are better than or like yeah, better than dating and why games are better than a uh, tropical, tropical vacation. vacation. Okay. Or Natalie messed up one of them. Did she? Oh. Oh, no, that was the conventions. It was something better than board game conventions or... Oh, yeah, we did why board game why conventions board are game better convention. than I think it was board game conventions are better than vacations. Oh, yeah. right, But Natalie yes. did board games better than conventions, and right. it turned out great. It was hilarious. Yes, right. Let's hope she did something similar in today's <laughs> top yeah. five, oh. which we are going to do. Why are board games better than money? Money, 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 money. That's right. Money, money, money. We're going to go. We're going to go in a circle. Me, Natalie, and with Jeff. Good one. All right. So here we go. Number number five for me, why board games are better than money? Because I actually have board games. <laughs> okay, so it's it's great. Now what about you? Number five. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Okay, once Shut you once you spend money, it's gone. A board game can be enjoyed over and over, and then you can possibly recoup some of the money by selling it. Wow. Okay. That sounds like true life experiences. Sure. Yeah. It's by the way, in. I work. I'm a treasury person in my job, so mine are probably going to be boring. For now. Why don't you, actually, like, here's back what, if, you just, if you just, like, not made them boring, have you considered that? <laughs> yeah. Nope. Like, you didn't have to ding in for that. I you didn't. don't. Oh, I thought you dinged in. It's you just, like, you just could just not make them boring if you don't want. It's up to you. All right, okay. Jeff, what's your number five? My number five, I'm going to move because it was my number three. I actually have board games, so that's cool. Ah, ah that's yes. what I said. Yeah. Nice. Uh, number four. I don't have to give away my board games every month to 500 different companies. <laughs> yep. So that's why. Yep. That's fucking sweet. All right, now that's right. number four. You said to make it fun. I was just kidding. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> okay. Make it boring if you, you want You can to. keep your board game safely at home instead of a federal institution who charges you fees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's no Fort Knox for board yeah. games. <laughs> uh, my number four is not all of my board games have old dead white guys on them. <laughs> but a lot of them. But probably. a lot of them oh, still yep. do. A lot of, but not all of them. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Number three. Games are much more fun to shove down a stripper's underwear. Think for that lap dance. Thank you. Oh, here's an encounter of my own for you, and it's Cosmic Encounter. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That sounds way more fun. Board games? <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, that's number three. Okay, there are no classes of board games like upper, middle, lower. So there's more equality. Upper, middle, lower like, money. No, well, like there's like lower class people who don't make as much money. The upper class, they oh, make a lot of they're like rich people. Sure, like board games, it's just like equal. Equals. If you have that, equals. Okay, cool. No one's ever like, oh, you only have oh. fifty board mm, games. Excuse me, yeah. you're not rich like me. Mm. Although people kind of do that. No. Snooty. They don't. Do they? I think so. They like walk in and they're like, oh, that's You it. only have 10 and games. And they look down you only have on you. Two, or two like, by four calyxes flanking your TV. You're a fucking douche. <laughs> douche nation. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what's number three? I went basically, my whole list is about like having like cash almost. Yeah. 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 So my number three is my board games have not been touched by millions of people. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Disgusting that money. is yeah. fucking gross. You get your board games. Well, unless you're going on the secondhand market, um, that's true. But still, not it's not millions of people. It's probably like yeah. one or two people. Nerds. Of people that Use them to snort coke. Is, it's probably maybe not in the millions, but it's disgusting. Uh, well, shit. I gotta I gotta redo my thinking because whenever I get a new bill, I lick it. Oh, <laughs> maybe yeah. I should stop doing that. Yeah. 
Well, well yeah, fuck you it. do you. I like pink eye. You know, people poop in buckets. And Number it, so. two. I won't lose my house if I don't have enough board games. <laughs> yep. So that's, that's a lot better. All right, Natalie, what's number two? Yeah, it's kind of similar. You don't have to constantly worry if you have enough board games. Right. Well, yeah, if you have enough board games, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Do, oh, I, do I, have I have enough, enough board games? Oh, God, I don't know if I have enough. What am I going to do? It's right. the first of the month. Do I have enough oh, board games? Shit. One, two, three, seven. Oh, boy. Uh, we're short. <laughs> Guess we got to go. You got to go, go, yep, go get one right now. You live in the street now. Yeah, we got to go. All right, Jeff, number two. Again, to stick with the cash, none of my board games have been through the washing machine. So they're always on the shelf. You're they're right. Not, yes, I don't find them in good. the laundry. Yes. Good, like good call. Number one for me, borrowing my bookie's copy of Quantum will not get my legs broken because it's much easier to just return to him <laughs> than if I'm like betting on horse racing and, uh, <laughs> and I, don't, I can't pay up because I lost it all. Fuck you, bitch. All right. Number one. Now, number one. <laughs> Mine is sometimes people will give you board games for free. That's hardly ever the case with money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a mystery box. I'm going to give away a mystery box of money. $50. Yeah. 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 Here, just have a hundred bucks. All right, Jeff, number one. <laughs> my number one is the metal coins in my board games are way better than pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters. <laughs> That's true. Way they better. They do feel they uh, are so like much a lot, a lot cooler. Yeah. Do you guys have any um, honorable mentions? I do not. I was just going to so say. that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. <laughs> if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters, mad board gamer, gateway gear. So head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan, and you have been listening to the Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. Oh, 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 o